0: Welcome to episode twenty five of Battle Driven. My name is Schwanky and I play Convergence.
1: Uh, my name is Jason and I play Judicators. Hey <laughs>
2: My name is Jonathan and I play Scavarus.
0: Judicators joke two episodes in a row, man. I don't know. You're uh you're kinda leaning heavy on that one.
1: Well, it's true. I've played five games this week and um, four of those five I had double judicators on the table.
0: What what were you doing with this game? Did you get confused? No, I I, I had
1: to drop Krios too.
0: Ah, uh, alright.
1: Because I was playing into Amon.
2: Fair. You think Amon just peels them apart?
1: Too many jacks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those, um, they do crap ton of damage, but the build I have is the build, the two builds of the, my pairing, whereas, you know, a high reclaimer, double duty list can in theory, like one round, a a light mine, I can run round a light. I can't one round. So I'm running Resnick two with double Jude's. So I can knock uh, I can knock uh, at least one heavy off of the board each turn with each of them. Or uh, if I can time the sprays right, I can knock two two off or heavy and a light. But I can't I just the speed and the uh, the speed and the hitting power. Of that many jacks, I just can't deal with them in that list.
0: Yep, makes sense.
1: Yeah, that was just the probably way of fight 9 to say players,
2: that. just fine. Oh yeah, that's actually
1: you. You'd be <laughs> oh, surprised okay.
2: that's actually can do that one quite well. Yeah, because you don't care about the defense, the uh, and then you just punch them when they get there, and they they explode. One punch, yeah.
1: Um, my favorite was uh, I baited with scourge, and the guy came in with three, and I walked adjudicator forward and power swept. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, power twenty five awesome. punches. Yeah. That uh, I just boosted uh yeah, it was just it was really well. It went it worked really good, let's just put it that way.
2: Yeah, that's uh That's not not a great day for Slayers.
0: So what are we talking about, Joan?
1: I I played a bunch of games this week. I think Jonathan played a couple too.
2: I I played exactly a couple of games. Been the first oh. in a while, but uh, I had the week off, so I got a day where I got to play a couple games. Nice. Of course, I'm um, um,
0: using... sure you must be pleased. The uh, the the Liberty Brawl had their finals this weekend. The one based off your event.
2: Yep, and they they credited me after uh, after many moments of of snide and deliberate leaving me out of things. Uh, if, in 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 joking form on purpose going like man this is such a great idea i wonder i wonder who thought of this this is just just (laughs) not that this is this is just getting our our guys all in a row this is really cool and uh so this week they they did actually give credit which was which was cool i like those guys and uh seeing ireland be crowned king of philadelphia was was cool and
0: yes, congratulations to Mike Ireland for winning the Liberty Roll Finals with oh. his retribution. Yeah. Oh, did
1: did did Cat make the list for him? Is that why he won?
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, if you remember our conversation last week, or actually to our listeners, um, because of audio issues, you'll probably hear it as our conversation next week.
2: Yep. <laughs> Time <laughs> travel.
0: about Crucible Guard. One of his uh, one of his big concerns was running into Assyria. Yep. And Syria took him down in the semifinals. <clears throat> oh, oh I didn't know that he made it in. Yep. Yep. Uh he lost to Mike Aron in the semifinals.
2: Yeah, and then uh who is who's top who's uh Scorn with Rich Owens, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He plays weird stuff.
0: It's scorn, everything's weird stuff.
1: That's fair. Well, maybe we should also say congrats to Pat Dunford for winning. Oh, yeah? whatever the hell that event was in the UK today,
2: he won it. I'm glad you it. pay attention. ClogCon.
1: ClogCon, that's it. I couldn't remember what the hell it was. I wanted to say FrogCon, and I knew that was wrong. Um, He won with Crucible
2: Guard. No. Pat Dunford won because it's Pat Dunford, and he's very good at this game. Yes, he could, but he also played Crucible Guard. He could win against many people with his hands tied behind his back and face-pushing bottles. <laughs> hmm. He's pretty solid. You you don't get to win. What was it? Uh, Iron Gauntlet and Masters.
0: Some more triple crown there.
2: Yeah, and then Clog Con and Smog Con. Like you don't you don't get to be bad and win all those. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so, uh, Jason, you said you played four or five games at a uh, tournament.
1: No, uh, well, I did. I had a steamroller, and then I just went to local game night. I only played um, Steamroller would have been four rounds. I only played three. I had to drop and go home do family stuff, but uh, that was fun because first round I had Charles Soon as an opponent, and uh, I'm just like I'm preparing for War Machine weekend, so I have my lists and I really want to stress test them. And if you want to stress test something, Charles Soon's a good guy to stress test against. Yeah, legit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty funny because he took his pair. He you know we both you know showed our casters to each other, and he just looked at me. He goes, "Well, I just lost." And I'm like, you think? And he's like, uh, yeah. He goes, you're just going to pound the shit out of me at range. He goes, uh, and I'm like, well, let's, so we started playing and, um, you know, he's, he positions really, really well. And he's like, okay. He goes, what was, and then I'm like, "Hmm, I think I agree with you. I think I'm going to, you know, dominate this from like, you know, from an artillery barrage standpoint. So I'm like, fuck it. So I just go downtown with Resnick too. And, uh, I have him, like, he's the farthest model in my army forward. And I'm in charge range of uh, a whole bunch of models, which I don't want to describe because it's one of his pairings for this weekend. And um,
0: What's this weekend?
1: War Machine Weekend. War Machine Weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, oh, <laughs> this, yeah, this will be out on, um, people will be already be there by the time this gets out. So he was playing. It'll be
0: on uh on Monday, you ass. What? <laughs> It'll be out like Monday or Tuesday.
1: Yeah, normally it's Tuesday or Wednesday, but that's. People will be traveling. It'll be fine. Anyway, so it was as uh, champions pairing. He was actually playing um uh, cephalix List. And um, he backed off. So, anyway, so he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, okay, that's why I'm up here. Let's see you do it. And the fucking guy did it. But uh, he actually killboxed himself to get out of the range of Lamentation so he could throw spells at me by sacrificing drudges. I mean, and I'm like, that was a brilliant mm-hmm. move. I actually didn't see that coming.
0: I'm confused. You knew you were going to win an attrition, and you decided, nah, I think I'll go get my caster guild instead.
1: Yeah, that doesn't
2: make any sense.
1: I wasn't there to win the event. I was there to stress test my lists against some good good opponents, and to see exactly because I've won, I've played that list like ten times now, and I've won nine out of those ten times, and you learn more from like, I really couldn't tell you what my caster could take or what my caster couldn't take. Cause no one's ever gotten near him. Cause I've always played the stand back and shoot and, you know, just apply lamentation just to, to push you out of where I need you to. And otherwise it's, you know, if, if I was playing in a event where I won in first place, hell, I wouldn't have done what I did, but I also knew I could only stay three rounds. So I'm like, screw it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And, um, You know, I actually learned a few things too. And then afterwards, we were talking, and he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "I knew you had me beat." So my plan was to try and do this, 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 and listening to him unravel what he wanted to do over the next three turns, I know why that guy wins so much because he had plans within plans within plans to to uh, to try and win 501 scenario. And I'm like, "Wow!" Like that's, and I could then we're looking at the table, I could see where he was doing and what he was trying to do, and then. He really didn't expect me to come downtown with uh, with Resnick. It was kind of funny. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm pretty sure no one is going to expect you to come downtown with Resnick. I'm just going to go out there and say it.
1: Well, here's the thing.
2: I, uh, I
1: missed a Flesh's Week. Mm-hmm. And had I hit that Flesh's Week, two of the four monstrosities couldn't have charged me. Okay. And that would have put two weak monstrosities on me, and they couldn't kill me. Like, they wouldn't have had the ability to kill me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, his his entire army couldn't attack me because everything else was a warrior and I had parlay up.
2: Yep.
0: Gotcha.
1: So I was yeah, one player.
0: Probably po- parlay with Resnick, when I was playing Kador, uh, like Dude Spam, one of the most aggravating things.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's just warrior models cannot target that model or the model granting parlay, right? Correct. Yeah. Or in her command. So, in her command,
0: yeah. So many. Like so much of my game was really just kind of like like trying to like send a rocketeer like way off to one side so I can just try and kill that bitch and then go in and get rid- get rid of the caster. Yeah. But
1: but the problem is she has um was it self sack? Yeah. Sucker. She has sucker. So yes. Can, does she? Not, I actually haven't had this happen because I've shield guarded times she's been hit. But can she sucker to Resnick?
0: Yes. He's not a is he? Oh, wait, he's uh, not a warrior model. No, he's a battle can. engine. She cannot, yes, which is why it worked.
1: Yeah, that's why I've I've always, I've had shield guards around her, anyways. But yeah, or sometimes I just stand choir near, her, so she just suckers off to the choir.
0: Yeah, I mean that'll be some. They are
1: expendable. So I did that. I played into um, a Vlad one rocket list. No, oh, sorry, sorry. My apologies. A Vlad one Jack heavy list, and <laughs> uh. I should have dropped Krios too. I uh, dropped Resnick because I've never actually played Resnick with double Jude's into that list. Mm-hmm. It did not go well.
2: That doesn't seem
1: no. right. No, because of Lad's feet, those and bound uh, and boundless charge. Those Jacks can really move up the table.
2: Did you get there?
0: Yeah, I mean he's pretty much like guaranteed to out-threat you until he until he feeds.
1: Yeah. So um, because of that, I. Uh, you know, I play I lost that, I actually lost that game, but I tried to pull a rabbit out of a hat doing something weird and didn't work. And then um I ended up playing into Amon and taking I had yet to play Amon with the double judes, but taking the you know, the the Conquest Jack Vlad One game into hand, I said, Nope. Krios two it is and then Krios two. Hmm. and I had a really fun opponent who and the table um it was more to, like there was definitely an advantage to the table side I took. He had to split his forces, and um, so I managed to do quite well into like two inditors, three crusaders, and a shit ton of dervishes.
0: Ooh. Okay, mm,
1: so I won that game and then I went home. But uh, earlier in the week, I played a game into uh, local legion player who's super good uh, playing primal Terrors. and um, I lost. I lost quite good. I should well, not quite good. I lost on control. I lost six five on control, bottom of seven. That but that was that long game. That uh, that game became quite the dance. Um, and I and I figured out that uh, I went from having the higher front in my army to having Madeline because Madeline just screws that list right over. Because if Madeline yeah. is base to base with Resnick, uh, even the two inch reach like murder ponies from that list, like the ogre ponies can't attack them.
2: The ogre right. ponies. I love it.
1: Just so,
2: chosen.
1: yeah. Yeah, so they can't, uh, nothing nothing short of the Blightbringer can attack them. Because Kallus himself is still a warrior. Yep. And he's not going to bring the Blightbringer anywhere near him. He'll try and shoot him from a distance. But I'll uh, just shield guard that shot away.
0: I mean like Madeline obviously didn't destroy the meta, but she still aggravates me.
1: No, she's 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 exceptionally good into primal terrors with Resnick 2. And then i even a lot of things. And then I played into a Syria Syria the the standard one, right? The Timpanke's version, the Syria Hyperion with the the twin um magic gun dudes and you know, shoot magically shoot the world to death. And yeah. um and Kreos 2's feet wins the day. Oh, could you give one of them a mile of sight? He hits with a couple of rockets. Every person around him, also, you know, caught by those rockets, blow up for POW 15s, taking out more guys with magic guns and two, one round adjudicator fire, and there was nothing left to, to, to challenge me.
2: Because he just, the, the Hyperion was, was gone.
1: No, the Hyperion was still on the board. I just destroyed all the infantry.
2: Hmm. Fair enough. I would think that a hyper because uh,
1: Sev Zero makes Fresnik Fresnik's feats damage goes from 14 to 15. Yeah. So it's just it's just funny because the anyone hit by the AOE um, takes a who dies from the from the rockets explodes in a pow 15. That rocket scatters a battled um, Sev Zero blast damage pow 10. Anyone caught by that explodes. Anyone killed by that explodes into another POW 15, AoE 4. Yeah. So yeah. it cascades into a... Anyone hit by the flamers who dies explodes into a... Is that,
0: is that accurate?
1: Yeah. It's not directly no, hit. They got rid no, of... The, it, just
0: seems, it's, it just seems weird to me that Sev Zero would buff those explosions. I always felt like they were like something more along the lines of uh, like a collateral damage situation. So there was a ruling...
1: Uh, that was posted and Jonathan helped me out. I can't remember the guy's name. who's the um the guy who does all the PP rulings? Dark Legacy. That's it. He had posted that uh Sev Zero's effects feats. And and the specific reference the in the question at the time was um Harbinger. So if he you- I have
0: Men Theory specifically calls out uh, Attacking damage rolls.
1: Yep. So it's a pow fourteen damage roll that becomes oh. pow fifteen. Harbinger's feet is a pow twelve fire damage roll that becomes pow thirteen.
0: Weird. All right. Yep. Fair enough. I guess it's just it just buffs the rolls. It doesn't have to be an attack. Yep. Because yep. I know those things are specifically not attacks.
1: Yes. So though, they're damage rolls, but they're not considered to be attacks. This is the best right. part.
0: the quote best part yeah best part fuck you (laughs) so
1: with the amount of infantry out there Resnick 2 is uh, he's just the cat's ass into the meta right now everything that can go after double duties Resnick 2 shit stomps like oh you you have blow it all up not only that but I have spell piercer so I can play in creator's might and still have blessed magic weapons on everything
2: Yeah, that's that's solid.
1: I have boundless charge to throw up on the Judes if I ever need some downtown. I also run Scourge in that list. Um, so in I can run scourge is a large base between huge two huge bases, so you can still cover quite a bit of the board range. And you can make the jacks the colossals immune to non magical shooting and just walk Scourge five inches with three focus on them. And so you have three arcane vortexes.
2: Yeah, just just in case anybody gets a spell out there.
1: That's like, oh, you have, uh, you want to try and stranglehold one of my Jude's? Well, you're paying double for that because you're in lamentation range. But sure, unless of course you're arc noting it. But no problem. I hope you enjoyed us wasting that focus on that arcane
2: vortex. I hope you enjoyed doing that three times before you can yeah. uh, before you can decide to do it later. And then he just gets them. Yeah. Re- right. It just spends a focus, right? So he can arcane vortex three times every turn. Yep. He is no Saxon Orc. Or, uh, he's no Orc Midwinter.
1: Nope, he's, uh, so I mean, it all the things that are hunting Judy's in the meta right now, that list hunts them. So, um, that's why I was just, I said on Saturday, I said, screw it, I want to just put it in some bad situations. Because so far I've only played it in mid to fair to good situations. Fair enough. Jonathan, go I going.
2: Be... Sorry, go on. Is all right. So, is there enough? Are there enough things in the meta that are hunting Double Judy that you see an advantage from it, or is it just doing what Je- Double Judy does and he's there as backup? Do you get what I'm asking?
1: I get what you're asking. So the t- the the atypical Double Judy list is the high reclaimer for the doubles Double S and P um how is that
0: atypical that's the, that's, mean the that's the
1: that's the that's the one that most people are running right that's the one when you think double duties, you think the high reclaimer build. oh you
0: meant a typical yes i got you i was like no that's that's the exact list what are you talking about
1: <laughs> um so uh the double jude list that double jude list that everyone's like tacking for you know you can only really get eyeless sight on one jack and unless you take um ion and holt with it you have no magic weapons on the, on the adjudicators, right? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, scar one wraith engines, you know, plus five strength coming in, beat this shit out of you, because so, you can't take them off the board before they get there. Yeah. Um, so, those types of like machine wraiths contesting or blocking your path, those type like jamming jamming with machine wraiths, those type of things are jamming with and um, swarms. Those type of things screw normal adjudicators badly. Mm-hmm.
2: And the same the red, things the... that have been screwing the meta for, you know, 16 months for random, you know, this or that. Scar 1 Dark Host is nothing, nothing new. Uh, the Grim, Grimkins with Gremlin Swarms is nothing new. So you, ha- you had to see a hole in your list as it was built and, and fix it.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Gotcha. Besides, it also it, it
1: it brings a couple other tools because exemplar interdiction with double Jude's, you if oh well double Jude's and scourge you get no free cards, right? You might get <laughs> you might get one because you can take like but even still you're wasting points on like the exemplars are great you know mark the target is nothing to laugh at but I compensate for mark the target with curse, yeah, right? It's the same thing. Um,
2: not quite, but pretty damn close. Yeah, especially especially because you can wander up, curse something, and scoot a little bit back. Yep, mm-hmm. it just a touch there.
1: The flesh is flesh is weak is an amazing spell because, um, like you, if you happen to hit a living colossal like a mountain king or something, well, good luck to you. You can't charge.
2: You yeah. can't charge.
1: You can't slam. You can't trample. You can't run. Enjoy it. You can walk forward, and I can. You know, potentially, sca- when I had the higher font, I had range 10. Now, without it, I'm Rage 8, but it's an AoE 4, so I can try and scatter it on you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even still, I go to 8 inches, I back off to 11 inches, even with Rush. Uh, one of those guys, Walk 5, uh, 7, 9, I'm still out of range.
2: Yeah.
1: So, they can spray me, but I don't know if, it's a ma- I don't know if they have magical sprays or not. Anyways, regardless. Um, they're not going to kill me with one spray.
2: Yeah, no. He the uh, the one has a I think the the death shout from the mm. Mountain King is a not- Mountain King one. has
1: that spray that's a death shout, and the uh, the uh, Glacier King has can shoot what
2: two or three snowballs. Yep, yeah, the snowballs aren't magic.
1: Yeah, so they again still can't target res. So
2: yep, hm. That's solid.
0: Well, it seems good. It seems like a good a good bunch of games for you.
1: And the uh, the Krios 2 list I'm playing is the exact same Krios 2 list that we talked about on War Nouns of Renown. <laughs>
2: the one you've been playing for some a significant amount of time. I have like
1: 50 games 60 games under my belt with it. I'm pretty solid with that list.
2: Yeah. How about you? So I had a buddy come over. He wanted to test his anti crix list out into my Crix stuff. Um which is always a hard place to be in, because while I want to help my friends, I also mm-hmm. want to play games, and getting mulched is not my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, <laughs> so I, I get the concept, I get, and I'm like, alright, so you've got two lists you want to try out, I've got my standard pairing. The Nine Slayers and Scabbers. Let's let's just do one game against both and see how they do. So he's doing hexi one. He's trying to see because his big problem with his the two list is that um, a swarm of undead weapon masters really cramps his style. Uh, just just yep, yeah that sounds right. Just causes him problems unfortunately i don't bring a swarm of undead weapon masters so i'm not the greatest test for him so my my pairing and his pairing it normally will end up being Zedesh 2 playing into nine slayers that is likely what we will do because his other list is hexi one wind of death um and so we did hexi one nine slayers uh that was bad he just didn't like that hammer for you What's that? Bad for him or bad for you? Oh, it was it was very bad for him. Um, yeah, I mean Hex doesn't get a feet in that matchup. Yeah, he doesn't have a feat. He does have Parasite, which is nice to to eliminate a single model around. Um, yeah, you've got nine rounds to kill all slayers. Um, Hexblast does a number on Death March, which is good, and and I was just able to clear the right holes, put Ashenvale in the right spot. Um, and he rolled trip ones on his first parasite, said, screw this game, spent his last three focus while in charge range of a slayer, and said, a different slayer gets parasite, I'm gonna do it, and to hell with this game, this is stupid. Uh, so that, that game was stupid, and ended poorly. I was like, alright, well you mulched me, or I mulched you, so I'm sorry, uh, cause that wasn't the intent. Now let's see what happens. Into the blender I go, let's do my Scaveris list into the same list. But, it turns out... How'd I go? that go? What's that? How'd that go? Uh, it turns out that Hexy1 does not like tough models. No. <laughs> and I have every model is tough. Except for, like, three. Yeah, uh, what those four not not to steal
1: your thunder, but the... You know what Elf Hex Hexy one doesn't like?
2: Uh, Sanguine Bond. I'm going to kill that model. No, you won't. I'll kill it with Sanguine Bond. Right. I'll kill a different model. I'll kill the same model. I'll kill other models. But yeah. No it feat was, for you. It, well, against one unit. You just avoid that unit, hopefully. Um, but yeah, he was... And then, what is it? The first turn of the game, he wanders up and he <laughs> drops... With the slingers, acid, on like, I think it was 13 or 15 models. Something oh, absurd. Uh, I lost two. Out of those 13. Aw, oh, man, you're a dick. I'm a dick. Did that
0: many go out? Would you use your loaded dice for those? I,
2: I used one, and it was, he was so infuriated because uh, the first thing I did with my dice was roll a string of ones and twos to get rid of corrosion and then (laughs) and then when it came to his feet turn i just rolled a string of fives and sixes for his for my tough rolls and he was like i can't even complain about your dice they like i they didn't even just stick with one number they were just like nah whatever ryan wants give him the finger we're not we're we're doing it yeah um so it was yeah i rolled only only three stuck around uh, well, four stuck around. Two killed, one tuft, and one was on the, uh, the magic gibbet. I, I can't remember what that thing is called. For the life of me.
1: Magic gibbet?
2: Yeah. His his army or your army? My army. Oh, the,
1: uh... Right? That thing. The magic gibbet. Um, uh, The so, That the thing with the souls on it. Yeah, because souls I put it the
2: souls. Corpses. The what? This is not souls, corpses. Corpses, right. Uh, which can turn into focus, which is great. Man, I have a problem with Scabrous. Misery Cage. That... Misery Cage, that is the word. Um, or the two words. Those are the words. Um, I have a problem with Scabrous in that um, I will often see a play on the bottom of one or the top of two depending mm-hmm. on which one it is, that will scrape a giant chunk of models off the board. And oh, I'll, sometimes I'll even see a top of one because the opponent has a bunch of advanced deploy. And it is so hard for me to leave models on the table that I could have killed, and instead to put my buffs out. <laughs> like, it is... And I know that that, but then that hurts me two or three turns down the road when I'm trying desperately to keep the pace on attrition uh, and to take out the models I need to take out. But then to spend that focus putting out Death Ward on a unit or to put out Soul Harvester or whatever—it's really irritating when all I want to do is just keep. Firing nukes into the army and blowing them up with magic energy, because man, it's cool to do that. I don't get yes. to do. I don't get to do it that often. I mean, I don't have many casters that actually do that. So, I, I want to know if you're proud
1: of me because you said I have a hard time, <laughs> and I said I didn't say there was no snowflake reference. I did not refer to Scavus as a snowflake at all. I did not. Uh, I left it alone because. You asked very rather poignant and and deep questions about Resnick 2 and didn't make fun of his snowflakeishness. I so didn't. I decided to <laughs> let it go. I'm singing Frozen in the back of my head and let it go. There you go. You're doing such a good job letting it go right now. I know.
2: I just he just wants accolades. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Pat me on the I back. I will give him accolades.
1: Thank you. Pat me on the head. Tell me I'm a good boy. I'll go home. We're fine.
2: I mean, I will do one of the two. You get you get to choose.
1: Um.
2: Well, ladies' choice. <sighs> so all right. um so that that game went much better than i assumed and there was there was a point where i took nine souls from him filled up and he had three focus but i had my one arc node that could run over and or i guess he had three fury uh that could run over and he's like all right so how many how many attacks are you going to get on me like well i'm going to get one tk I'm going to get one feast of worms and then I'm going to get seven excarnates. So I'm pretty sure I'm just going to blow you up. He's like, yeah, we're done here. This is not going to work. <laughs> so so
1: what you're saying is even when you have a crick's drop, it's not a crick's drop.
2: Yeah, I think, and and he talked about it later. The new, that when the exalted theme gets a couple of pieces, Hexy's going to be a lot of fun in that. Um, because he's got vengeance on all the models he doesn't need to worry about which models get death marched he's just going to have a unit of mat 8 um immortals which is good the there is a small complaint out there that um immortals don't hit very hard which i don't man do either of you remember the days where pow 13 on a melee trooper was good yep i do and now it's now I hear all this talk about POW thirteen being pillow fisted, like I don't <laughs> I don't get him. And then uh they think th- there's a lot of talk about how easy it is to remove immortals, and I remember being like, Man, Shieldwall to eighteen was good, these guys are just solo seventeens. Ah, what a weird world. It is, it is not
1: in. it is not super easy to remove immortals. Especially when the new theme comes out, like with it that drops, it's gonna be even worse. Yeah. You know you know what's really good at that? How fifteen
2: Resnick explosions? Yeah. Yeah they are. They do get tough. Well no, they are not against the initial one, right? Yeah they do. I thought. Well, so he doesn't take the. he doesn't have takedown. It RFPs. Oh that's what it is. Any anyone anyone ex, anyone exploded is RFP'd. So they're not gonna get any souls from it, which is what they're trying to do with the whole damn list. Um so he wants to run it with the the telemetry guys because it'd be super useful to have that parasite that you roll triple ones on have plus two nothing that matters with the triple ones right but when yeah. you when you roll real low going from a, a magic seven to a magic nine is very key uh, I worry about the two inches um, there you no, go Jason deal. do it do it. No, no. No, We're we're good. Um, I worry about the two inches of dead space being forgotten about with telemetry. If that makes any sense. No, it doesn't. Like, people are going to be shooting range tens, but his command is only eight, and I think a lot of medium to mediocre to lesser players are going to just be like, alright, cool, I'm casting a spell. Clearly I'm in range. I'm getting telemetry. Like There's a two inch hole there you gotta you gotta pay a lot of attention to it you've actually got to get within eight inches
0: because uh, it is it's so by by dead space you mean the difference between what what, what do you mean by that
2: the difference between the range because of
0: the... the the because the, te- the telemetry model has to be the end of its target
2: yeah the difference between the range okay. of the spell and the range of telemetry is often going to be two inches fair um and i expect that there will be a number of like. Mid tier, maybe maybe you know, players who are just like, shit, I, I I moved up to spell range, but then I'm not, not not getting telemetry because I can't get it because my model only moved frickin' ten inches. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Um I I think that, that it's not gonna be a major concern, right? But it I'm positive it will happen and make people salty. And the, the quality Mom of life changed. That kind of thing, though. What's that? From dealing
0: with uh, old Witch's arc node back in the day.
2: Yeah. Because
0: mm-hmm. her her scrapjack arc node used to be minus two range on any spell it, it, ar- it arced
2: uh, That sounds dumb. Because I like it.
0: Though. You know, it was an old, old arc node made out of like garbage cans and aluminum foil. Because
2: <laughs> that's all she had.
0: That's all she's got. Yep. Yeah, so- somehow she managed
2: I mean, to open up
0: a whole access
1: to a whole universe. power.
2: Yeah, Ugh. she's older than time itself, but all she can do is scrap together an arc node, garbage cans, and plate lids
0: I mean, she she's like, I mean, look at what she's built though. She she's like the Tony Stark of Imran. I mean,
2: if if Tony Stark was limited to a cave in Afghanistan, yeah.
0: Well, he was for that one time. I said limited. <laughs>
2: So uh, those are the two games I got in. I'm going to be going to the the Baltimore kickoff uh, this this weekend uh, when you guys all listen to it. It'll be this weekend. Uh, um, so that'll be that'll be fun. I'll be hopefully getting four rounds. Hopefully they're all scabrous. Uh, I'll play three rounds of frickin' nine slayers just because. And I'm I'm really considering whether my pairing is better with Denegra to five slayers. But I don't know.
1: So, just to add to that, Riker and I are going to be at War Machine Weekend when you listen to this, or this coming weekend, because we're recording this the week before. Um, feel free to come up, say hi, tell us if you uh, you know like the show, if you don't like the show, why Jonathan is a snowflake for playing Scavervus, you know, intelligent things, and then uh, say hi. Love to love to meet some people.
2: Yeah, War Machine Weekend's a good place. Um, did anybody else notice that Carl's not gonna be doing it after this year? This is his last year, so give him a good a good hearty hug and a farewell. Yes. He's been doing it for be... a long time. He's done it for a long time, he's done a great job. Uh I've never been, but I have only heard positive things.
1: It's uh it's a good show. It's well run. Um so yeah.
2: Sorry, I don't know what else so, to add to that. <laughs> Other than sorry. Yeah, right? <coughs> to nothing Yeah,
0: so we got. Dead air. If I gather correctly, a decent stack of questions ahead of us. Uh,
2: Well, yes, sir, we do. Because it's been a minute since
0: we've answered questions.
2: It's been a little bit, yeah. It's been at least 37 minutes on my clock.
1: Oh,
0: wow.
2: So, Jason.
0: You as always are the question master. What do you got?
1: Okay, which theme force are you most excited to play slash worried about facing Gorshade Four? In?
2: Hmm. Gorshade Four. Gorshade Four is a very interesting caster, and I like what they did to him. But I don't. It's probably just the the House Guard one. I don't remember what it's called. Really? Not the Dawn Guard one.
0: No.
2: Bring him back. Bring him back.
1: Bringing back dusters sounds uh, obnoxious.
0: Uh, I played against him with a the few with dusters, and it was definitely solid. Yeah,
2: I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I I do think that uh, a thousand halberdiers backed up by Rissa Vass with with Cloudwalls between 70% of the army is probably going to be a giant pain in the dick. So I, th- I think,
1: really, that the answer is, uh, well, I'm not worried about any of them, but I think he's going to do well in all the themes.
0: Uh, all the all the dude ones. All the dude theme. ones, yes.
2: I mean, he still has Arcane Vortex for his battle group, so even even Forges would probably be fine, but I wouldn't want to, like... He doesn't get enough out of it.
0: Yeah, that Arcane Vortex is actually surprisingly annoying when I play it against him. He can just allocate, wander around. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just, like, you know... You can cast spells on this model or any of his friends.
2: Freezing grip is Freezing Mist. Freezing Mist is so good. It is. Um, it, it does what he needs it
1: to do. So, the fact that even if the model gets RFP'd, he's still uh, stationary, that's a remarkable addition to the feat. It, it prevents a lot of that be,
2: overtaking mm-hmm. nonsense. Yep just if you kill anything yep yeah you will stand still yep and that that's that's the problem I see with the, the layered jam is he gets one unit that's way in your face he gets a second unit right behind it that say even you can get past you've got acrobatics you got you got something stupid you're you're made of <clears throat> you're incorporeal you get to the second row and you're like all right if I fight any of these guys I'm gonna turn stationary immediately and block my own way for the rest of the army and then he's got hard-hitting, tough dudes in the back, just going, "Let's do this!" As soon as you get chewed through all my chaff, I'm going to chop you up. I think, I, I think it's got, it's got legs, but all the dude swarms have legs for him.
1: You think? It, oh, he froze. So, you know what I haven't seen it in, and I think it might actually be good in, is which is the theme that has all of the um, battle mages in it.
2: Oh, um... The Shayo one.
0: Yeah, it's the Battlemage
2: theme. Yeah, yeah it's just called Battlemage theme. That's what we're going to call it. That's what yeah.
1: we're about. Well, because they're FA4 and they're cheap as dirt, so, I mean, if, even if all you do is feet and run those sons of bitches forward.
2: Like, the rest of that... I don't think he's allowed, he's... because he's not a Shayo model. Yeah, he only gets Defenders of Ios, Shadows, yeah. and Forges. Or in Legion. Yeah. Well, damn. That's why you won't ah. see him there, and that's why you haven't.
1: That's why I haven't. Good call, sir. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think he's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really worried about him because. Well, I guess if I was playing Prios too, I'd be a little worried. But
2: uh, I got Resnick two in my pairing. I'm okay. Right, but if say say in a in a world where you're not playing, where where Judicator is doesn't have double ridiculousnesses and instead you have to play a normal pairing. Um he's probably a bit scary for Protector if he you'll you'll have another list that likely gives him fits and just don't feed him infantry, but Cloudwall some tough dudes.
1: Yeah,
2: cool
1: like I another faster I li- than li- the giant pair. sight, Nash and Vale Ashenvi- or and um, Ashes the Ashes does work mm-hmm. so i don't know i'm uh, i'm sure for a lot of factions i can see um minions not liking that especially like gator I guess gator posse would really hate that Not that they were that they hard to hit anyways in, but
2: just gonna wander in and see what they can do
1: they only get the one attack if they kill the one guy yeah interesting yeah so, try, play Jacob if you haven't tried him with the dusters. I know lots of people have had a lot of success with that.
0: Yeah, the new dusters are a lot of fun. Um, although I experienced one of my favorite interactions with new dusters in my game. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. So, like his Dusters charged in, right? Yep. And uh, stabbed my axiom with uh, with their spear. Yep. And then. While the spear was still inside the axiom, they fired their gunshot because that's their shtick now. And uh, one of my one of my servitors was somehow able to shield guard that. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That that's funny. <laughs> is that <role laughs> literally gun is literally firing called... from inside of the model, <laughs> and my servitor goes,
2: "No, I'll protect you." Hey, man, they're just made of little servitors, that's all.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. The
2: rule better be called just, like, pull the trigger. I I don't... Huh. Anyways. Nope. I don't know what it's
0: called. I mean, back when it used to be on Iris 1's weapon, it was called uh, Slaughter. Yeah. No, it's it definitely
1: just... not called that. Yeah.
0: He's, they're, they're good. I like I like the yep. masters. Yeah, no, I think they're definitely solid now.
1: Alright, so, uh, Ian Pongray. Maybe I'll call him Ian Pongary and watch him yell at me next night at the store. Hooray! I'm putting my glasses on. Ian says, I've been hearing a lot about this double-judicator list being played by some people who hate the world. Can you explain what it is, how it works, and discuss options for
2: each faction
1: to endure it without a table flip?
0: I got Uh, it. You I got, got the
2: second half. You take the first.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I think we. Yeah, we, Jason, think tell us why is your favorite list such bullshit? Um,
1: because for the first time ever, my fa- I'm playing a faction that actually has something that the meta is actually going. Hmm, how do we deal with that? It always seems yeah. that I've ne- I've never actually had that before.
2: You missed the good days of Protectorate, didn't you?
1: Well, I p- I played Harvey, but like but Harvey, what you had but. command. <laughs> Uh, I always managed to get her fucking killed. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, the, um, the trick, so, double adjudicators are interesting because of the the inherent sign's importance. All right, so you're taking your rat one slash rat two with sub zero gun, rat four if you forfeit your movement to aim, You're taking the average to hit roll of seven and turning it into what nine and a half, ten and a half with sub zero or well, still nine and a half. So you Mm -hmm. nine and a half added to a two is you're hitting def eleven. So you're regularly hitting def ten jacks where before you were um, statistically missing them on nines, like two plus or one one actually without sub zero three. Uh, three, if you forfeited yep. your movement, and on an average seven, you're hitting with half your weapons. Now you're statistically hitting with a lot more, and the damage rolls are buffed by a twenty percent factor ish. So your average damage roll goes from a seven to a nine on a pow fourteen, pow sixteen, pow seventeen with um, sev and battle gun. Like you're right, you're you're doing good chunks into armor twenty jacks and um they have range 14 and two spray 10s uh, on a speed 5 chassis that gives you lots of reach to reach out and touch someone like i said it's not un- un- unexpected for a judicator to cripple an arm 20 jack with just its two how 4- two pow effective 17 guns at range 14
0: especially when you have more buffs available to you as then you throw uh, battle on top of that.
1: Well, that's that's it's. 14 goes to 17 with battle, goes to 17 with sub seven 0
0: Yep. And then if you even, you know, uh, if if, uh, if the defense is higher, you have access to uh, the errant UA to mark target for you. Or curse with Resnick. Yep.
1: Um, even if you buff your hit roll, the things with the higher death tend to have less armor anyways, so... It's just it's true, it's just uh, and I don't hate the world. I'm just happy to have a meta defining unit for a change or a model, but it's it's they're fun. I just finished painting my second one today,
0: yeah, yeah, no, you don't hate the world at all. Nope. you're just a poor malign protector player who's never had a good model in the, in the in the game now, and now you got your fun toy to play with. Thank
1: you for the <laughs> compassion and understanding. That I've come to oh, expect yeah, from I'm my castmates.
0: Those are the words you should use, clearly. Absolutely. You so how
1: how it push. works is they basically take up a ton of table space, they can shred infantry and take chunks of high armor. They can pretty much do what they need to do wherever they are. And if you get close enough, they're punching you punching the living crap out of you. Because they're hitting it uh, with Sub Zero in battle, they're hitting a PS twenty-five punches.
0: How do they do into cheap heavy spam?
1: well that's uh one of the ways to endure it cheap heavy span nah, not so much you can get you can you're gonna get in there eventually like I
0: can take it, it, because you just you just can't kill enough models I imagine like if you know probably the best example of this would be a bunch of marauders still yep they actually pack a big enough punch to seriously hurt you
1: absolutely even with broken arms you're still hitting me
0: yep and you're still getting the extra die of
1: damage. So even if I've crippled both your arms, you're still hitting me for three dice uh, two dice damage?
2: Yeah, two dice. You've gotta make sure to get in there and position aggressively and make sure that you're not you're not getting bullied out of scenario. Wait. That's that's not what a judicator list can generally do. They've only got what five, ten models at the most. So
1: I have yet to lose on uh sorry. I lost once to a primal terrorist list. I've lost once on scenario with my adjudicator lists.
2: Right, but that is the way I would expect you to lose. But, right. So I walk
1: forward 5. I would either if I go first I run 10 first turn mm-hmm. unless you have a shit ton of AD. So if I'm you know 7 and 10, I'm uh, you know 7 sorry, if I yeah, I'm 17 inches up the board. I'm usually in a zone at that point. Right, and I have a model in each. I have now. I have a model in each zone. Close enough. Never,
0: I've never fully understood the perceived weakness of lists like that in in scenario play, because um, like you know, I, I've played similar lists and scored. You know, was I H two double turtles. Yep. Not a lot of models in that army. Scenario has rarely been a major problem, and in your version, you get to take a unit like like a real unit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I have I have Roven and Co. in mine.
0: But- well, not too much. Not to mention, a lot of bills take unit of errands. Well,
1: yeah. If you're going with the the typical, yes, you have the errands and the ability to bring them back. I have uh, Roven and Co. Inquire, so I can actually score when I need to score.
2: So the reason it's a, a considerable liability is that often what you have to do, and you know, Jason is part of it, the people who taught me this, um is that you have to score your stuff and try to prevent the opponent from scoring theirs. You're going to get your stuff absolutely every day of the week. There's nothing that's going to prevent you, and and your derp turtles are part of the problem because they're so fast they get around this issue. Many double colossalists with few and limited models can't get over to contest the opponent opponent stuff fast enough.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It's like turtle. turtles being speed eight, <laughs> you could very easily go, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna tow your zone. Yep. And then turtles are really hard to kill. So you 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 very well may not be able to kill him on your turn. <laughs> so Exactly.
1: The and well, while I agree with that nine times out of ten, I think Judicators are the exception to that rule because A their guns their, their rocket packs are, pow, are range 14
2: mm-hmm.
1: and their flamers are they have two spray 10 flamers so when I'm 17 inches up the board if I can even move a couple more inches I'm hitting your flag with my spray 10 flamer so I'm going to be able to I might, you might be able to score that flag because if you put models in between where I can't get to you to contest it but I'm going to clear it every turn so as long as I'm counter scoring we're still going to be
2: in parity. So, so instead of taking it to the, I need to get over there and contest and do work over there. You're going. My range is strong enough that I can reach out and touch the the parts of the board you're trying to keep safe and score on on my turn.
1: Right, and and, and Jude's you. on, and Jude's on the flank. Um, really can like if you don't have enough there to seriously damage it. Mm-hmm. it it has the ability to dig deep in three directions, like A, towards your flag, B, towards the middle of your board, or C, towards the middle of the table. So if there's a target of opportunity somewhere, or I can take out two key jacks, or I can kill your caster, you got to be careful on the
2: angles I'm going to go. So it's taking a known quantity, which is a million boxes in high armor, and adding to it accurate, powerful ranged damage. And... The, the spray tens are a big deal. Yeah. They feel like they shouldn't be. But, I mean, it makes sense why they are. Like, when, when you look at a colossal, you shouldn't... Most people are gonna go, yeah, those two spray tens, that's where he gets his most work out of. Right. Right, You are gonna but, look at your big main guns. Right, and the big main guns, don't get wrong, they're great,
1: but the... Sp- the, 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 the Flamers, A, they light you on fire. But B, they're POW-12 with Signs of Importance, POW-14 with Battle, POW-15 if they're within 10 inches of 70. Zero. So a POW-15 Spray 10 that lights you on fire with Signs of Importance does a bunch of work even to Heavy
2: Infantry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that work needs to be done to Heavy Infantry. You might not need all 15, right? You're probably doing... Just fine. Lighten them up with 13s and 14s. But well, even still,
1: if we're looking at like uh, an armor seventeen guy that's buffed, well, for the most part, I'm probably ignoring the buff. But let's assume it's an armor mm. nineteen heavy with like medium infantry with five boxes. Average dice roll, he's dead. Yeah. So like it's it's they clear they clear the table like nobody's business. They die to Marauder swarms. Surprisingly, don't die to um um Slayer Swarm. Yep. Even though Slayers can do a ton of work, I have enough inf- like I have enough like Roven and Co. and those guys that stand in front of the Judicators and block charge lanes that by the time like you know, I kill I kill two and then I kill two and then I might lose a Jude or a you know I get a Jude crippled, but that's that Jude can still the crippled one will still kill one and the other one will still kill one. Now it's one colossal versus two. Like
0: all well, that that, and like Slayers have to combo strike to get that one big hit on you, so your your damage output of her goes way down
2: just because you're you're missing out on an attack, oh. yep the uh I mean it takes three to have a fifty fifty shot of killing a Derp turtle at arm yep. twenty and thirty six boxes, <laughs> yeah um so this it's arm, take... arm nineteen and sixty boxes. Yeah, Arm 19 and 60 boxes. I have to kill two Derp Turtles strapped to each other. Um I'm gonna need five or six of those jacks. And if I if I pooch a roll, you're just gonna be like, Derp, good job! <laughs> Send in your seventh. I've only got nine. So that's uh-huh. that's that's the skinny of it, right?
1: So even with Carapace, you know, PAL seventeen versus armor. Twenty-three. I'm still going to do a chunk of damage, and all it takes is crippling an arm here and there.
2: Yep, right. So I'm not I'm not surprised that he doesn't fall to uh, to nine slayers, and it takes the person on the other side going, "All right, well, that means I have to drop." The most common pairing is Scar One, Dark Host Double Wraith Engine, which uh, we talked about this a little earlier is not exactly what normal double adjudicators want to fight. No, because of the
1: the lack of magic weapons, but that's why Resnick 2 is fantastic with Spellpiercer.
2: Yep. That's good. I hate that spell so much.
1: You like that spell or hate that spell? I hate
2: it. I think Uh, it's really good. I have it in my faction. Do you have it in your (laughs) faction, I've gotten
0: fucked by it so many times. Well, I do now. Okay. (laughs) Who has it now? It's convergence.
1: Oh yeah 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 sorry, yes. Now you do.
0: Good old good old Papa Lucan. Yeah, I heard he's not very him. good
2: anymore, is that true? I don't think so. Okay. Wait, well, who said it wasn't who said it wasn't good? He's just not Tell as me. good as uh, Axe's mom. And you know, when you only got one real pairing they to take to a tournament, you can't take two pairings, he just gets pushed out.
0: Oh, um I, I'm when I'm thinking about Lucan, I'm more considering him in uh, Clockwork Legions. Once the Clockwork Legion buff goes, oh. the buffs go through after this corn city.
2: In the future, is what you're telling me. Yeah, gotcha. I don't mind. I... Yeah, no.
0: Like if I, if I'm going, you know, if I'm still doing double Clockwork Initiative, Lucan probably doesn't super fit. Yeah.
2: And that's been the case for like two years for the poor bastard, right?
0: Through through no fault of his own.
2: Oh shit.
1: Because I didn't ask for questions this week, because we had questions. We never got any questions about Tharn CID, but I bet... Or dropping. Eh. But I bet... Uh, we'll just get them next week. I'm just wondering if we wanted to touch on no,
2: anything. We, we will not get them next week, sir.
1: No, we'll get... Yeah, no, we won't get them next week.
2: We'll get them the week um, after. I'm actually... Alright, so a real quick deviation into Tharn real, uh, I The the discussion I had with a couple people, is that I dislike auto-hitting abilities. That's just my personal preference. I think everybody has their own thing that they get bent about. Um, some people it's high damage, some people it's high armor. Most, for me though, it's uh, auto-hitting abilities. Uh, coming from the guy who used Purge on an endless basis, uh, I know how good they are and how, how tilting they can be to the opponent. So giving giving that storm raptor that stupid uh, energy pulse is is bending my brain it's probably not broken but it's definitely not fun for me to think about
0: not a huge fan yep we'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out exactly i i think it's op
1: or sorry i think it has the potential to be op this is coming from a guy who plays Judy's.
2: i don't allow the concept of op to work into my vernacular because then I start getting salty about a lot of shit. And instead, I'll just say, it's pretty strong. Pretty strong.
1: Well, I'd, I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to taste your shit. If you say it's salty, it's salty. Uh-oh. There
2: you go. Salty shit. Let's get on a new question. I think that <laughs> might be good. Is, it, is that like salted caramel? Like you have to add nope. it
1: afterwards or while
2: you're making it?
0: So, on that question.
2: He also asked <laughs> how to not table flip against Judy. You just gotta be patient and bring the right lists and know that you're going to lose a lot of models. Stay strong if you know you have the right list and you know you have the right models. Uh and I don't I don't know how to run every faction. I'm sorry. I got Cricks. That's about all I got. I'm gonna run Dark Host into it if I have the chance.
1: Ian Ian plays Kador. Okay. So
0: he but he specifically has, has
2: to run through every every faction. Yeah. I, yeah. I just can't.
0: Well, I mean, like, yo, know, I, I, I like a lot of our, our overall our generalities work. Um, I I think I have an unusually strong game against it in convergence. Uh, just because of the sheer number of shield guards I can bring to the table. That can buy me the extra time to kind of get up in there. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, even still, it's still an uphill battle.
1: Actually, I haven't played it in Convergence yet. Now I'm interested in trying it.
0: Um, yeah, like, you don't get much work done with your rockets, but, you know, the the spray's work just fine.
1: So the only thing I can think of for getting around that with the rockets is, uh, targeting shit out of range so I scatter.
0: Yes,
2: um... Doing half damage is fine, right?
0: Well, it's still past 10, right? And the, uh, the secondary scatter can be troublesome. Um... But the the nice thing I can do is if you're looking at it and you know you know the number of rockets coming your way, uh, you can change shield guard stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely so like, that's fine. Your initial attack will go way over there, so I don't really care where. It
1: goes. Yeah, that's that's where I'm thinking. I, yeah, yeah. I need to target shit out of range just to to drift onto stuff,
0: and then hopefully they. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. So you're saying just miss the initial attack.
1: Yeah, target a model that's 15 inches yep. away.
0: Because you still got the secondary scatter, right? Yeah.
1: Or, like, for example, your jacks are def 10. Um, def 10 or def 11? Def 10, right? Uh, Depend. Depends on which you're
0: targeting, but yes.
1: Yeah. So if I walk, you know, don't aim, give myself a chance to miss even with Signs of Importance, because you can only shield guard hits. It's interesting. Yes. It's interesting yeah i'd like to chart now you got me interested i'd love to try that game <laughs> all right um jacob collins again asks should all colossals slash gargantuans have a minimum range three on their i'm assuming on their melee attacks i think it's a great idea
0: no i'm good with one. two two is fine
2: um, I like having three available, as kind of like a unique situation for things that have extremely long and stupid ranges on their melee attacks.
1: So, yeah. so <clears> if <throat> you look at your average jack that has a two inch melee weapon, that your average heavy with a two inch reach weapon, that heavy with a two inch reach weapon is doesn't even have the range that that gargantuan's or colossal's arm does. So if we're talking
0: rules, are not one, one of my factions. It has two models in it with range three right now, and they're both huge base, so you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's I want my toys. Okay.
1: I can I can, ac- I can, I can, accept
0: that. Fuck you, I got mine. <laughs> right.
1: You have Judicators. I have reached three. By the way, I have reached um, three
0: mammoths. Those
1: stupid uh, giant uh, colossal things.
0: Um Siege Guardians, Supreme Guardians. I always call them Siege Guardians. Supreme Guardians. Do you know how many of those Stupid. I saw
1: this weekend? Oh my god. How many? Like every co- Scorn was probably the most played faction.
0: And, like, nice.
1: And like everything there every Scorn player had a Siege Guardian. Such a cool model. Yeah, they're they're a lot bigger than I thought they were. They're very, very large. Oh yeah, they're enormous. Um, so, I mean they should Oh my god, they're sorry, there was Hydras on like like Hydras on the table. Hydra's on the table. Yep.
0: Hey,
2: sprays, man. It's a big deal. POW-14 spray aids are legit. And their Animus has always been really good. And they're still poison, aren't they? <laughs> no. That would be the Damn. Sentinel. <laughs> Acid? They're corrosion typed, but I don't think they auto corrode.
1: I don't, I don't recall. Oh, sorry, one other thing going back to Resnick 2. He gets around Windwall. Because Signs of spell piercer, All the attacks Make are magical. People. Oh, I yeah, everything's magical. Magic. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Um. Yeah. So, okay, so I think yes, and I was outvoted because
0: they're not my toys. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. The acid sprays most certainly corrode. They do? Yep. Auto-corrode?
2: Yep. Sweet. That's good.
1: That's a little thin infantry. That'll also screw the shit out of the Immortal Horde.
2: Yeah, it will. Go melt, you I bastards. mean,
0: depending on your dice. Uh, yeah, if you can roll to, like yeah. me. I mean, they're power 14s, Immortals are armor seventeen, so you're probably going to just kill them? <laughs>
2: okay, fine. Armor 19. Sometimes.
0: When? I mean, with spells and beats and shit. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying. <laughs> there sometimes.
0: Uh, honestly, at that point, the bigger concern is the rat. What are they there? Is the high to rat five or six?
2: Five, I believe.
0: Yeah, because so then you need eights if they have. Uh, no, if they I'm, have the plus two def up. I'm herping
2: and derping. That's what? a six. I thought it was
0: pretty good. We still so, still need sevens. Yep. Pity, pity, almost. Yeah, but
1: yeah, how many sprays, the sprays do they with... have?
0: A five.
2: Yeah, so. Uh... Everything in range is going to be hit by multiple sprays. It's just going to eventually (laughs) happen. Yep, that's pretty much it. So uh, James
1: Sykes says, "How would you approach maintaining a competitive edge during an unavoidable hiatus?" I'm having a a second. I'm having a second child and probably won't play much for a couple of months, but don't want my game to slip back too much.
0: I feel like we answered this exact question last time we did questions. We do exactly. We we we've had this a lot. few
2: times. We get this question a lot, and I think it's because people are concerned about how much work they put into the game, and they and they don't want to lose it. So every time um, a new person, and there's no fault, there's no fault for this, but every time a new person starts listening and gets decides to to contribute a question. There's, there's often this hiatus question and realistically it's all the same it just just keep involved in any way you can there's gonna be rust you're just gonna have to shake it off eventually and feel free to listen to multiple episodes of ours where we discuss that exact thing yeah keep you know
0: keep talking to people keep involved keep reading stuff you know keep should keep, keep it in your head can't play
1: so yeah um part of this I'm going to touch on part of this because part of this is kind of close to things I went through having a second child. So I know I remember when my first child was little and my wife, we had a second child, you know, my gaming went to shit because I was always helping out. Uh, one thing that I will tell you now that your partner will appreciate more than you will know is downtime. So pack the kids up, go to the local gaming store and gaming night, make sure your little one's fed, I'm sure, you know, you don't expect the guys to go goo goo gaga over your baby because, you know, most men are caught up in their masculinity too much to do that. However, bring your damn kid to the store, put them in the stroller, hopefully they're sleeping for you. you, give your other kid a toy, and just sit there and talk to the guys gaming. Yeah, you can't game. It is what it is. But you can still be there. You can still be interacting. You can still be asking questions. You can still watch a game. And, uh, you know, when your kid gets fussy, go home. You might not get to stay for the whole game. Hopefully, you know, your wife gets two hours of downtime. She can take a shower and relax and, you know, chill, have a nap. And uh, you can still be involved. Like, having a kid, while it's important to be a dad and to be a family guy, you can still do that and socially
2: interact.
0: Right. Yep,
2: so. it's, it's as much about... Keeping the connections open, as it is about playing the games. Okay, so
1: and like like Jonathan said, if you listen to any of our back catalog, we've we've answered that question quite a few times. If, you, if you're looking for more specific stuff, too. Uh, Zane Zane Zoller asks, deliberate and decide on ways to improve the following units. And he gives us a list, and then other people chip in.
2: This is this is a pretty cool set of. Of units that that he puts out here, so
1: so we'll go just one
2: at a time. Yeah, uh, flame guard cleansers. All right, so I have to refresh myself on each of these units. So please do pause, or or the person who knows them uh, just start. So the flameguard couple of their problems. F-
1: uh, flame guard cleansers die; they die okay. very very easy. They have a low rat, but five
2: right? Yeah.
0: Isn't that low, though? I mean, it's pretty standard that, for sprays. That's not low for uh,
2: sprays. I guess, you know, I... And... No, alright, so... Can we can we talk about that perception real quick? Um, Yeah, yeah. It is... It sucks, and I know it sucks, to look at a, a spray unit, because it happened with the trolls, and it happens with Cricks, and it happens with
0: Protectorate,
2: and everybody who gets sprays is like... That rat number is so low. I'm not just not going to hit enough people. That's fine because oftentimes you are getting two or three people in your gun where most people, most guns, only get one. So the fact that you have a lower rat means you are less likely to hit each respective individual but you are more likely to get more hits out of the whole unit. You get more chances. You get more chances. And, and I know, but at what cost
1: at the cost of a significant amount of clock.
2: Right. But that's, that's, that's a different argument, right? That's that's taking the argument, moving a goalpost around. Uh, Um, I'm good at that. Yeah, it is. It is a championship thing that some, some people have, um, (laughs) So yeah, it sucks that the rat number is low, but I wouldn't say they have a low rat. I say, I would say that their output requires a lot of time, and you'd be so, correct. So so my
1: problem with them, so they're Def, 14, Ar- sorry, Def 11, Arm 14, and they have Ash and Veil. So effectively, they have Concealment, Def 13 at range. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that ignores Concealment.
2: Absolutely. They're,
1: they're Speed 5. They have a mini feat that gives them Spray 10 and Assault, which is great. Yep. But I'll be honest. I've seen them on the table once in four once in four years. So, what do you think is the big the big hole? Is it, is the, it that they die? Th- they die. They die way too easy. At the time, too, I'm gonna be well. For the first few years, it was beast and infantry and um, beast and machine. Right, infantry is starting to make a comeback now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Will these guys make a resurgence? No. Not at all, because almost everything in Crucible Guards is immune to fire, so...
2: <laughs>
1: the, all you have to do is drop into Crucible Guard and you can't do anything, even their melee attacks fire? That's
2: not... No. What's well, it's critical fire.
0: Yeah. Still on fire.
2: But so, it's still not fire.
0: To my knowledge, there are zero elemental types melee attacks in the game. There's one. What is it? i
2: don't remember but i specifically remember them calling it out it's either in crucible guard or in the uh, one of the newest CIds where this is the first elemental typed uh, melee attack and it was on purpose
1: i thought legion had one anyways so right. what what can i what can we do to make them better swap their deaf in their arm make them, I would, def, make them def 14 arm 11 with because whatever kills our arm fourteen also kills arm eleven. So make them yeah, def fourteen. With, them give them def fourteen with Ashenvale. I
0: mean, that
2: seems that seems like it's just pushing numbers in the wrong direction. Maybe. Um, I don't I don't like stacking defenses like that. I don't like stacking. Uh, armor is fine because armor at least you get a chance to spike a roll uh, after your first initial success. Um, defense means you don't get any successes. You just get to roll lots of low failures and get really, really mad. Um, I would say that their arm could be as high as 17, and I wouldn't really complain. Hmm. They're just dudes, right? They've got heavy frontal armor. They used to have a better front armor than they did a rear armor. They did? Um.
0: They used to ball up, too.
2: Yep. That's thankfully not a thing anymore. I
0: thought it was hilarious.
2: It was. Passive. Um. So I think if they'd Do you remember die... people using them as grenades? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was that's good. Them.
1: It's back before. People throw them. Back before the racks were. Uh, even before racks were immobile in Mark II. You'd
2: you'd have the jack to and throw a rack. Yep. Because <laughs> that's what everybody wants.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Um. But I would say that upping their armor is probably, if they're dying, probably the better thing. If you put them at 16 or 17, you're making them immune to small arms fire to 10. Not immune, right? 50% chance to die to small arms fire. Um,
0: and What do you consider small arms, 10?
2: Yeah, 10. That's small arms. Normal arms are 12. Yeah. This stupid, crazy world we live in where 13s aren't good enough. Um...
1: Uh, even that, I don't know if it's or if you need they need something weird like maybe when they shoot they generate clouds or maybe when they die they generate clouds. I don't know.
2: Uh,
0: what do I just give them? C CRA? R
2: CRA A? CRA spray. Might be crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you can't actually assault with it then, right? Unless you can.
2: Never mind. It'd be weird to assault with it. I agree. Um, maybe speed six. Maybe maybe
1: give them two shot types on their gun. One Don't do shot spray.
2: Types.
1: You better no. stop it. No, no, no. <laughs> what I mean is, or give them a second gun then, so they have a spray eight, but they also have like a range. No, never mind. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm negating a uh, stupid rock, rocket stickmen. Skyhammers. Lovers. Lovers, yeah. Filvers hammers. Uh, I don't know, maybe when they kill someone they explode? The way, uh... Old, um... Cinerators used to be?
2: Hmm. Or if they That's hit... A- with the spray. I mean, it makes sense. In a weird way that you get all your friends on fire. When you die in fire. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're not wrong.
2: Yep. So... Yeah,
0: that's the that was that's
2: the best idea. A whole bunch of interesting concepts on this. A, a, a whole bunch of interesting takes on improving this model. What do you got next? Silverline Stormguard. Oh God! Can we just toss them? Yeah, I have absolutely no
0: idea. Like the unit they're based off of is so subpar. Yeah. The, the fact that they're even worse.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think I think the answer to these is just. Give them polarity field. They have polarity wall instead of polarity wall. So what's the difference? Uh, one is while well base to base with other models, and one is all the time, no matter what.
0: Is it so? So you basically have to be. All right. So I mean that that would definitely give that ability a little more, a little bit more teeth, a little bit easier to use.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: so because they're sm- well, they're uh, yeah, they're. Leader in 5 or leader
0: in 10 unit, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No attachments?
2: I don't believe so. Isn't
0: the Stormguard leader in 6, leader in 5?
2: Uh, Stormblades.
0: Yeah, we're okay, talking... Okay, Stormguard or full
2: unit? Yep. Stormguard
1: or full unit. Okay. They're the, uh... They're the infantry that has the, uh... Range 12 halberds, and the... The leader has, like, that, uh, weird gun.
0: Is the, like, vacuum cleaner looking thing. Yeah.
1: Got? Plus one range for each model in the unit that hit a model with a melee attack.
0: Yep.
2: Critical knockdown, some weird shit. Um, They're just weird. I don't I don't know how to complete rework and they, they make any sense.
1: So, uh, two thoughts randomly appear to me. One, make them armor 19. You see thoughts? Yes. Don't, okay. Doesn't everyone? Isn't that how we work as people? No. Oh, weird. Um, one, make them armor 19. Jesus. We're there right now. 15.
0: 15. It's a hell of a right,
1: right, but look, when you see the model, they look like they should be armor 19. Two, give them two boxes.
0: Just a regular store guard with a backpack.
1: They're armored to the tits. Right give them two boxes. And the reason is, one, it's totally off the wall. and It's completely different. But if you hit them with something anatomical or... You don't kill them. If you, if you do the sniper shot, if you do the whatever, you plink them for one point, they survive. And if you happen to just roll that 20, they survive because you've only got one point. They'd be the very first two-box unit in the game. But it's different, and I don't think it's broken, but it's you have to roll a 21 to kill them. I don't know. At Armor Nineteen,
2: anyways, you you have ideas sir. I should be a developer, I tell you. Yeah, that's what I would say if I didn't play your game. <laughs> um, it almost no, sounds I, like I, a
1: compliment, and then the f- middle finger comes up.
2: Yeah, I think I think you. This is going to sound mean, and I don't mean it. It's it's a fairly common thing. You look at things and want to take them to eleven or thirteen, uh, to make them viable. And I think they only need to be like a solid eight and a half to nine to do that. Um, unfortunately for this unit, I don't think there's an easy way to push them up to eight and a half or nine. You either you either rework them, or you give them these, this this eleven. Or thirteen, and then they outshine everything else in the faction, and that's all you're gonna take. Oh, it,
1: all right, hold on. You want something weird? Give no. them a rule like ride along, where if a has their storm guard, so <laughs> if like the cav move past them or move within an inch or two inches of them on their move, these guys, you know, quasi hop on for a li- for a quick second to get a speed boost like so as long as you know they get moved past by cav they get plus two speed that turn because they grabbed on to like some handy holds and jump off and have like that extra movement so suddenly of a sudden they I, go I from would, speed seven from speed five to speed seven with
2: reach or touch I would, I would flavor it a different way i don't i i get where you're going i would flavor it differently and say that instead they uh the conduction charges their armor simply by by grabbing residual kinetic and magnetic energy and yeah. pushing it into their, their legs and their armor allowing them to, to get quick bursts of speed as opposed to jumping on a horse. Um, but I get the idea. It would be cool to have an ability like that where you have to like, but then you've got to keep track of each individual model, which model got passed within two inches, maybe open but then again you've got this neat dynamic where you want to have your unit ride through the other unit um so you want to create a a strange uh formation where there's holes enough to ride a whole bunch of cav through to get your see what i mean it adds right away
1: it's got that creative juice thing going you're looking at deployment you're looking at uh how models are going to interact and is jonathan frozen
2: no, I'm staring at my staring at the silver line, just seeing what I can come up with, and I don't I don't have a whole lot. Perforators. That's Shrek. the that's the next unit.
0: Yeah.
2: Spray eight.
0: Perforators also spray as well.
1: No, they're the they're the armor piercing guys, right?
2: Yep. Oh. Oh. Uh, not Rat 5. Everybody's gonna say that about everything that's Rat 5.
0: Yeah, but it's a goddamn single shotgun that's Rat 5 for some godforsaken reason. With assault.
1: It's Rat 5, um, pow. it's range 6, POW 6, armor piercing.
0: Yep, and snipe is one of the options, I believe.
2: Yeah, you, you get, can, yeah, you get snipe
1: 10. or plus 2 damage, so you can make it POW 8 or you can make it range 10.
0: Which is cool. Like, honestly, I love them. I love everything about those models. Rat 5 ruins it. And I almost feel like it's because, um, you know, when they were conceived, like, the thought was, well, Convergence has such easy access to Flare, mm-hmm. right? Like, we pay one point for two, po- two, two, point, two or three points for four models that have Flare. Okay. But they're not allowed in that theme. Yeah, yeah. So my only source of flair in that theme is I either have to A, take a prime axiom and shit them out, or B, have to pay for a subpar heavy.
2: I'm just going to go with fucking every. There just seem to be these little outliers that make themes feel like bolt ons as opposed to a natural organic. Part of the game, and these things really drive me nuts. So yeah, maybe they do deserve to be six because they were originally envisioned as a single army and not a pair of themed armies. And there's, their, their five easily yeah, turn to mean, seven. <coughs> okay, like, I, make them make them
0: rat six, and and I, I'm I'm perfectly content with them. So
1: yeah. I have I have a random thought. Give them a third shot type. That's an AOE three flare. But they don't have shot types. Yeah, they do. They have empowered powered attack no, or snipe.
0: It's not a shot type. Okay. It's the protein weapon ability that all of the medium base have. So out of th- All the convergence... Actually, most, most of the convergence infantry have like modes okay. for their weapon. Add- all the medium base guys have them as rules.
1: So add a third variable ranged option of flare.
0: But then the, the one rat five still has to hit something. That's
1: why I make it an AOE3.
0: They have we assaults have- too, right? So I mean, when you're assaulting in and you're base
2: to base, you're gonna hit that flare. Yeah, but nobody else could making R six it. so
0: much easier. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I think I think a base stat jump is
0: probably fine. Like, there's no need for them to be raf five.
2: Yeah.
0: None.
1: No, not not yeah. when you would describe it, it, the way they are.
0: Yeah, like it, it, it if if I could take those servitors in Heart Legion, then it's fine. Raf five makes sense. Because going up to eight is probably a bit too much which just a single flare. Yep. Um, but like you know, making them at six, okay. Now they can now they're at that number where they can possibly hit things on their own. Um, and you know, if I do get a flare in the theme, which is hard and requires a significant points investment, well then I do get the then I do get the right eight. Yeah.
2: I'm okay with that. Alright.
1: So the next one is Catafac Catafrac Accurari. Arco-Ari. Yep. So, um... Arm 17. <laughs> what I'll say is, uh... I'll discuss them the way Scorn players treated everything this last CID. Oh, they need to be Def 20, Armor 30, and they need 25 boxes each. Because we're a bunch You're of whiny fucking cunts.
0: What? Huh? I'm so sick of having this conversation with you. I know you
1: are. Uh, in all honesty, I think they're good... I've seen them used amazingly on the table as they are. They're Mat 7, Rat 6. They have a Weapon Master gun with drag. They have a Weapon Master
0: 2 inch polearm. Um, Argo are consummate generalists in a game that punishes that. Yep. They're pretty good at melee. They're pretty good at ranged. They're not stellar either one. And when you compare it to other options, um, they're just not there. Uh, if you... So, cataphract defensive stats are bad. Uh, Citrati, the only unit that has good defensive stats. Which is why you still you actually see them play on the board. 12-15 um, is not inspiring. These guys are 11-15. 11-15 is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's been uh, that five long. boxes. Sucks. I mean, I know you know that was like the big change from Mark 2 to Mark III is geometry. Sure you have five boxes, not eight. Uh, that that rule keeps being broken. <laughs> just not for cataphracts. Um, they have tough. That's cool.
1: At the end of the day, they're the still s- they're with- still scrawny little guys, just in big beefy armor.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know. Manowar the same way, though, and how many boxes they got. Yeah, but
1: they're much more, like, they're power-armored, basically. This is just a guy with layered plates.
0: I mean, it's a huge guy with layered plates. Yeah.
1: Surprised he's still speed 5 at that point.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. I you know. And and here's the thing, like, you know, if you want to compare Cataphracts Atrati to Manowar Shock Troopers, totally content. Uh, I love Atrati to to where they are. I have no problems with them right now. Uh, I, I definitely wish they had 8 boxes, but I will always wish that. Um, but, like, in the new world, they're okay. Yep. It's in the REI. Uh, same defensive stats, way better gun. Yeah, <laughs> fire UEs are a big deal, and they're still not even seen play. So, and, and they don't.
1: Yeah, they don't see play. So, um, so I got one for you. If we're talking, I don't think they themselves need to be changed. I really don't. But give them an attachment. Give them an attachment that I don't know gives them assault. Maybe gives them steady and sturdy for those big heavy plates. Salt will
0: be cool. Um, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of something a little different. So back in Mark II Arkaria, had a rule called Tide. Actually, this is Mark One. Mark One. I was, was going to say yep. I don't remember that in Mark Two. They had a rule called Hogtide. Uh John, Nero, is that what that rule did? Ah, uh,
2: <laughs> I don't need to.
0: Got your cards? Oh shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, for the for
1: those at home he held up a Mark I rulebook.
0: I can't remember if if it was they got to like like they knocked things down or they could drag in large bases. All right. I think it was they like could drag in large bases.
2: Here so. here is the the When three or more Cataphract Arcuari hit a target large base model with harpoons in the same turn, the model suffers hogtie. Here's why I won't come back. Hogtie is a continuous effect. That reduces the affected base model speed to 1 and its base defense to 7. That's funny. It's a continuous effect. You can still shake it on a 1 or a 2. Or you can... Sorry, you can spend focus to get rid of it, can't you? Right. That, if, if it existed in this time and space. In, instead. So, how would you change that and update it to Mark You 2 speed, minus 2 defense.
0: So that's one direction we can. i I'm, so. So they have CRA, right? Yep. No, no, they don't. Okay. What? They uh, just have tough... So first, first step is to give them CRA.
1: Okay, but what target do you pull to then? Because they have drag.
0: The one making the attack. The way they want to when they have CRA. Because
2: uh, the Black Agren have CRA. Yeah. Does the, um, does that
0: mean when you drag in all three guys you get to
1: making a free attack or just the one who nope. dragged in? Only just one person one. made an attack.
0: <laughs> yep. So. Um, I would like to see either they can, if if they CRA, they can pull in large bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would give them something unique among models of drag. Yep. Uh, the other option, or you know, maybe even both, um, would be they can pull in large base, and when it gets to them, they're knocked down.
1: What's that? Uh, what's that stupid rule that the trappers have Weekend or whatever?
2: Oh, the yep. goblins. Yeah. Yeah, they have weaken. So just
1: put weaken on their their uh, drag. If you get hit by this attack, you're weakened, which is what minus two strength and death for a turn.
0: Yeah, so I'm bet, honestly, yeah. I'm more interested in the uh, the the visual of it. That was one of my favorite things before because like you all, you had this idea that they're like uh like big game hunters, right? They go out in packs with these big ass harpoons and they pull down these huge fucking elephants and shit and and drag you know drag them in. So the, they're the um, speeders
1: going after the Adats?
0: Yeah, kind of. You know, it, it kind of had that that kind of a feel to it, and uh, I really like that. So, like, I I, w- I would definitely appreciate uh, a that they can pull in models bigger than themselves because every model drag cannot, and and b the idea of like you know like, kind of pulling it into you and then th- tra- slamming it on the ground and then stabbing.
2: It. You could do an ice cage type of effect.
0: Oh, right, and just to so um, I I'd be perfectly willing to relinquish weapon master guns to make this happen.
2: Yeah. You can do an Ice Cage-like effect where the first attack is minus two defense, second attack is minus two defense, third attack is not. Yeah, out. you can
0: do something like that, you know, something along the lines of just uh, to represent the fact that it's harder to defend when you have uh, <laughs> big fucking harpoons sticking out of you. And ropes, <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I think there are certainly interesting directions you can take it. Yeah. Um, they're just kind of boring there's, in there's, that very good there's, there right now. There's a l-
1: some interesting stuff there. So, Bile Thralls is the next
2: one. Um, they're not taken not because they're not good. They're pretty much fine. They're not great, but they're pretty much fine. Uh, their theme is not great, and is not going to be taken with the rest of the themes in existence. So it's not about fixing Bile Thralls, it's about fixing Infernal Machines.
0: Yeah, I mean, their theme is some par, and, like, even if you're going to play the theme... The theme very heavily rewards taking a boatload of uh, mechanothralls, not so much
2: bile thralls. Well, with the necrosurgeons now being able to turn carrion thralls and mechanothralls into bile thralls <laughs> as the game goes on, and to give the bile thralls advanced deployment, you there's a reward there, right? I've, okay. I've done it a couple times. It was completely worth it when I did it. But you you have to take certain casters, which is which is fine, right? That's how things like that are supposed to work. I don't think that they're going to be fixed by um, adjusting their stats or anything. Their, their theme is just too bad. Okay, that's fair.
1: So the next one is uh, Steelhead Rifleman. Do they still have range 10? They have range 10 military rifles, 10
2: 11s. Give them range 12.
1: Really and truly, that's all they need. They're MAT5, RAT5. CRA, they're dirt cheap. Nope. Yep. No, they're not. 9-15? They're 814. 8-14.
2: 814? If Immortals are... What?
1: 813 now? 713? 813? 813? 8-13. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that is... But see, I, I really like that point cost and the reasoning behind that because they're finally undoing the weirdnesses that exist in the game based on themes in that no immortals are not actually 813 there's no way in a realistic balanced game where you can be playing out of themes all the time that they are worth 813 they are clearly better than that Yes, but you cannot run exalted host the way it's meant to be run with the models they want you to play with. If they are if they are nine fifteen, you just can't fit yeah, enough stuff. Yeah, eight
0: thirteen was with the was the discounted UA. Like, there's just so much more. Like, I can take all the fantasy support models and put them in the army,
2: right? Because without without that discount, you don't take the new stuff. No, 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 and and that's kind of the point is to get the new stuff into the game. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a business model they have here. Um, and <laughs> although I,
0: I gotta tell you, I even even before the part the point drop, I was very intrigued by the perpetually respawning Abaddon.
2: Ab- <laughs> he's weird and he's strange, but I I like his repositioning con- uh concept, right? Because yeah, you when he. <laughs> He he shield guards a shot, which saves another model, which kills him. And then you can take that soul, because he's likely in range of a guardian, and move his soul all the way over to the other side of the board to an ancestral guardian, who then at the start of your next turn uses Abadan's soul to summon Abadan again 20 inches away from where he was. I think that's awesome.
0: And the fun thing is, uh,
2: remember, the
0: Supreme Guardian can also do that. (laughs) He can summon him back? He's in a, he's an assistant guardian. Sweet, love it, love it, love it. So the only thing
1: these guys need is range twelve. Um, they should be seven eleven because they're mat five, rad five.
0: Seven eleven seems cheap for a uh, gun for what's essentially long gunners.
1: And yeah, seven eleven
0: is way too cheap.
1: Nah, not really. Let's see what ha- I- let's let's see what happens when their CID comes out. I wonder if they're going to get a UA. Like, like the Trenches have a UA, right?
2: wonder
1: they if they're going to get a UA. Or if they're going to get a weapon attachment. Like they'll get the cannon or something.
0: Weren't they advertising a UA that gives them magic guns?
1: That'd be pretty solid. Oh, maybe. Was that a UA or was that just a command attachment you could like put anywhere?
0: Like a I don't solo. remember. But it was a while ago.
1: It was a very long time ago. But yeah, they just need a little more range. There's enough stuff like Deadeye in the faction or Damiano's plus two to hit buff. Like, on their own, they suck, but in a faction that gives them buffs, they're not bad.
2: Yeah, that's why I don't necessarily agree with dropping their points down. It's it's not their cost that's the problem. It's their, their efficacy in doing what they're supposed to do, which is reach out and diddle somebody. They, Ex- they don't have reach or diddle.
1: Except you're also then paying a tax to improve them, right? Because then you need to buy this model, you need to buy that model, you need to take them with this caster. So they're sort of pigeonholed, and you're paying tax to, just to get them to work as good as other units that are cheaper.
0: That Everything in
2: this game is pigeonholed now because of the themes, so it doesn't seem like a big deal. And mm-hmm. everything is based on synergies, so that doesn't seem like a big deal to me either. So, Assault Commandos. Right, Assault Commandos. Can we... I, these guys are so cool. Can we do something useful with them? So a couple things,
0: I think. And it was funny. Uh, I was having a conversation tonight with a friend of mine about these guys. Um, one thing I would like to see is uh, um, a death debuff component to their grenade. Because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't... I feel like it used to, but it doesn't now. And that makes me sad. Uh, the other problem I have with these guys is they're just in the wrong fucking team. Yeah. Um, they do not belong in Wonder I Command. Especially when, since they don't give you, they aren't worth uh, free cards. Like, why why, why are you here? Um, so, I'd be much... Hmm? I was gonna say,
1: do you think with Crucible Guard being what they are, these guys will make a resurgence? Why? They're immune to gas effects, so they're immune to most of the weapons, and they're immune to fire and corrosion, so they're immune immune to the rest of the weapons. Suck.
0: Like they got a shitty gun and a shitty bayonet. Oh yeah. They're a weapon. So to me their appeal is their grenade is the is the smoke grenade. And I think if you add a def def reducing component to it like minus two two or something, everything in the cloud. And take them from Winter Guard Command and put them in Legion of Steel and make them cover free points. Um I think you have a compelling option there. Just to have a squad behind your Iron Fangs, uh lobbing lobbing uh grenades so that they're minus two death and the Iron Fangs should go in and use their mat six to stab.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think there's ever a theme that they are going to fit in. Do you think they, they should have a shield dash? They do. No, they don't. They have two weapons. Yeah, yeah they don't. They took away the shield. They already sucked. As far but...
0: as I can tell, I'm pretty sure they just have the bayonet.
1: They have a half inch reach PS9 weapon. That has yep. like brutal charge or something. Yeah, brutal charge.
2: Alright. They're twelve fourteen with shield wall assault. That shows you how often I have seen them on the board since Mark Three.
1: Yeah, I mean They can still take the three flamethrower attachments? Yep.
0: And, and it's sixteen points to the full unit. That's a lot. 10, 16. 19 if you that take... 19 doesn't it? 19 if you
1: take
2: the three, uh, <laughs> the three attachments.
0: The attachments... Which are the imp- only good models in
2: the unit. Yeah. The point... Co- the uh, commandos are two... I mean, the flamethrowers are two each. So 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 22. Yeah. 22 points for the freaking unit.
0: Yeah, they're just not good. Oh, they're two points each. Jesus.
2: And they don't even blow up anymore. Nope. And they did get a bump to Rat Six. They used to be Rat Five, so that's at least a thing. Rat well, Six. Oh, they have in Gunfighter on the their flamer too. Um,
0: yeah And then you have Strakov One giving him veteran leader when Strakov just wants a bunch of jacks. So right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is oh. weird. Just weird. They're they're durable. I'm putting that in quotes, right? They're durable no. shooting models, which is sure. not common. Um, their arm eighteen and shield wall. If they can, if they can last that long, um, their gun blade goes from a nine to an eleven. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. Um, assault. They have
0: an okay assault.
2: Yeah, assault is all right, but it's just a like it allows them to have two attacks on the turn they charge. Yeah. Um that's all it really does for them. Their defense is miserable at twelve. Um Speed Six is also really like they do a lot of unique things that the game doesn't really know how to deal with all at once.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So the Strangle Gas is really interesting because it's a bizarre off switch for things that don't normally have off switches because it's that um cannot have damage removed right so it, yeah. it's it's it it's that anti-healing effect that gets around things like um do me was it two's feet or do me three feet Two's feet which is the one that heals three uh do me yeah. three's feet it gets it prevents colossals from actually you know healing if they're in that stupid aoe And if you hit him from like, you know, on the front and the back of the model, that's a lot of space for that colossal has to move to get out of there. Um, Like um, Kiki Monk's, or sorry, Harby's feet. It's, or Harby's, sorry, Martyrdom. Screws Martyrdom. It's Screws. um, Oh, Jesus. What's that? Self-sack. Like those things that normally get around a lot of things, the Screws. So it's it's quite
0: but they can't capitalize on it so their their damage output is sad. Right. (sighs) Right and And they're sixteen goddamn points.
2: And they can't hit they have to hit them directly. Remove the hit from directly clause.
0: Yeah, yeah, because remember it's not a normal AoE. Yeah.
2: Remove the hit them directly. Um give them I don't know. No, just just remove the indirectly clause the hit directly clause. Allow them to shoot at things. Um, and maybe give them arcing fire so they can fire over the front line and just, and then have somebody go in and they, and then at the end of the day, their durability and their speed and their strangle gas has saved them from enough models and your front wave chaff has gotten enough models done that they can come in and clean up what's left and do nothing about it.
0: But, but I actually another thing is. There's absolutely no reason they can't fire. They shouldn't be able to use their grenade and their gun in the same activation. None. Um, like they don't have why? they don't have grenades. That's what the strangle gas it, is. It's, it a, used it's to strangling be glass. Good. Grass is an underslung grenade launcher on the gun. Uh, so you mean be able to shoot the shoot both shoot the gun and shoot the gas? Yep. Yes. Um, or, if you want to keep it like that, make the Carbines 12s or 13s. Like, honestly, probably 13. How- With Arcing Fire? Yeah. No, not Arcing Ar- Fire, and the Ar- no, no, just just Fire on the Carbine. No, 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 Arcing
1: Fire on the cast and 13 yeah. on the
0: Carbine. Really, I think that's all these guys need. Cause then, like- and probably a points discount. Well. Remember, Jason, the current theme they're in is Winter Guard Command, and they don't count for free points. Yeah, that's fucking retarded. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> like, unless you do something about that, it doesn't matter how good you buff. Them. Oh, you
1: know what could also just—I don't know if it's worthwhile or if they, how much it would break—but put a rule on them that no matter what theme Strakoff's in, he can take them, and when if Strakoff's there, they always count towards three points.
0: So it would have to be ball strac-offs, but yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: just strack off. Right. Doesn't matter. Could you imagine like having these guys in the jack theme and they count towards three points? Solves any of a unit.
2: I mean it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, the the wording that would have to exist in the game to have that work is really tough. Yeah. It it might not actually be possible to write that rule correctly thing that is hilarious
0: to me is like these guys in the fluff are trencher killers like Kador specifically made them to go into trenches and kill trenchers they are not good at that they can't even get there (laughs) yeah all right the flamethrower is though getting stealth. they don't blow up anymore are they nope uh house guard rifleman Uh,
2: I feel they're they're fine but I'm probably biased
1: like, I don't uh, they were just cid like yeah I don't
0: know what changed the CID about them
1: nothing I don't remember yeah, it was no, the no, other no. guys the Invictors that got almost nothing <laughs>
0: Shit. That's the problem Sorry. with the houseguard rifleman is that they're just kind of expensive and don't and they don't do very much
2: they probably just need a drop to like 814 or
0: 914. Yeah, I mean, compared to what the rest of the, the infantry options in the faction do. They're
2: 915. They have range 14 POW-10
1: guns. They have practice maneuvers so they can see through each other when making shots. And they have a UA that gives them a combined ranged attack.
0: Many feet or they just have it?
1: No, oh, war tempered. Just granted. Models in form- formation gained combined range attacks from targeting a model in ranged attacks targeting models in melee. Which models in this unit it's can not make a thing combined that range. Have. Yeah, so they can yeah. CRA into melee, which no one else can.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know why these guys aren't played very often, because I, I don't know enough about the faction.
1: White to, yep. White to their eyes is weird. That's uh, If they're within 8 inches, they get an extra die to hit. Yep. And uh, isn't there... who? What's that solo that can give them something weird, like plus 2 inches of movement or the ability to ignore stealth or something?
0: Whites to their eyes feels like shooting gallery. It's one of those rules that seems cool on paper, but doesn't actually work well.
1: Is it the
2: Thane?
0: You're, yeah, I've
1: never seen it used. Firing solution from the Thane makes that unit at range 14. Ignore stealth. You know what you do? You give them. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, they change whites of their eyes to just plus 2 range for a turn. Many feet for plus 2 range. So they go to 16. So they can walk yeah, and think, shoot at what? 19? 20?
2: Yeah, yeah I just think they need to cut in points. I don't think they need yeah. to have anything special really done to them. I don't know. They they
1: have a lot for the point value they are,
2: but it it doesn't really matter much like the uh, much like the immortals if they're just outclassed within their theme if they have too much go if they if they can have a thousand things going for them if they're not going to be taken because the other stuff is just more efficient they also need to get more efficient if the theme wants to run them.
1: So here here here's where this gets funny. They are exactly, they are 814 versus 915. They are the same same stats as Steelhead Rifling, except they have range 14 instead of range 10. Yep. They have. They can shoot through each other where uh, Steelheads cannot. cannot. i trying to remember what... not right? Doesn't he give them a technician or something secret? I don't know, something weird been a while since i played that and yep. they have a, a ua that i would fucking kill for in mercs so yeah like i don't see anything wrong with them make them the same cost then if you really need to make them the same cost as steelheads 814 done yep yep and then but they're they have a four inch greater range and the ability to see through each other yep so i don't know they seem balanced the last unit is uh, Druids of Orboros. They can which... stay dead forever. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too.
0: Did they... Works for me. <laughs> We're a bunch of dicks. This is great.
1: Did they not just go through CID and get changed? I
2: don't think so. I don't think they got changed. I don't think they got looked at. They're exactly where the developers want them and it's a very precision choice unit. It's like, I well, need to do exactly this. Well, and who are them. we
1: to question the developers, then?
2: Moving on. I'm, next question. We just did 40 minutes of questioning the developers. Shh.
1: Shh. That's, that's not what we were doing.
2: <laughs> Chris Young, our buddy
1: Chris from Warnowns of Renown. Uh, I always hear people say it is not... Oh, God. I always hear people say it is not made that mistake for... If It is not made that mistake for losing a game, but I think this discredits the main skill in War Machine, which is applying and adapting your knowledge of the game under pressure over an extended period of time. To be able to perform at the top level for five to seven games in a row is a skill in itself, which isn't even
2: given credit. I agree like so what he's trying to say is that often the opponent and we've we've talked about this with with player agency right will go man if it wasn't for that single mistake i made i'd have won that game and your opponent the and the guy receiving this conversation is going but you didn't and i played a game that allowed you to make that mistake right um And he is absolutely correct. We often say that it takes a lot of luck to get through seven games without having your dice shit the bed, right? But it also takes a lot of personal skill to mitigate when those dice do go south And, and to play at a level that you're not getting stressed, you're not tilting, you're just focused in playing the game and... Making sure that you don't make those dumb mistakes over the course of a seven-round tournament.
0: Yeah, you know, just to consistently make the right calls for
2: eight to ten hours. Yeah, because if you're playing something like cricks or you're you're pushing to those seven-round games, you're playing almost all of those seven, eight rounds, right? You just you're playing two hours back to back to back to back forever.
1: Yep. So. I guess the, the what you could say there too is you might make a mistake in those five to seven games, but the ability to adapt and deal with this mistake you made without costing you the game or without like tilting and losing your mind is also a skill in itself, especially six games in, you know, you're in the top four, you know, if you win this, you're going for, you know, top table and all of a sudden you forget the feet.
2: It's like, okay what's my right and you you keep calm you you take your deep breaths and you just keep grinding through the game and, and positioning as if you never meant to feed you do all this stuff to make sure that you're still in a position where if you survive next round despite not feeding you're still in a good position yeah <clears throat> so... I agree that was a good question slash statement slash I'm just leaving it there <laughs> Brian Fox is there any reason
1: I shouldn't run run the Kator Pacific Rim list with Butcher One and just absolutely destroy everything in the world in Melee
2: I mean I see no reason why that couldn't be a fun list I do why
0: so why is Atlas list good with, with Hargivich
2: is it because it gets more gunshots? Uh, no. Mobility?
0: That's part of it, but it's because of mobility. Mobility. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too slow. Uh, you just have to, your,
1: your scenario game is interesting.
0: Yes. Uh, speed. A bunch of Speed 4 Colossals is hmm, pretty mediocre.
1: Now, that list after War Machine Weekend when sources Zero is out and you can throw in Boundless Charges is a little different.
0: It's something different. When, when Jax
1: can charge faster than they can run.
0: It means you gotta put a Colossal on Sorsha. Actually, I don't think you can fit... I don't think you can do that list
2: and have Sorsha. Is Sorsha allowed to be a free model? I think so. Yes. Sub Zero is, so... And yeah, Kane's, it might be Kane's Kane's zero is. theme.
1: Well, will she be allowed in that theme? Is the thing. Like, because Sub Zero's only allowed in two themes. Same with Kane.
0: Uh, I don't think she would be allowed in the theme. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, you you get Kase models, Chaosy models, Wintermaker models. Oh, no, yeah. Soul's is a battle group controller. She's, she's
2: left. And can she be free in that theme?
0: Uh, yes.
2: So, seems good to me.
0: So there you go. So that, yeah, I think, I think Source Zero changes your math, but uh, without her, it seems like, uh, yeah, no, you're gonna have a devastating feet turn. But boy, are you susceptible to control?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Haley 2 will ruin your day, and she's coming back.
0: I mean, even light control. <laughs> Stranglehold just makes you so sad. <laughs>
1: all right so brian there's a couple reasons chris batson i bought primal terrors good job worth the hype yes yes it is what are my bad matchups that i should watch out for depends what version you're playing chris if you're playing the anime version you have quite a few if you're playing the callus version you have like two in the game
0: Uh, Axis is going to be a problem for you.
2: Worry about Grievous which means. version?
0: Uh, both. Grievous wounds um, does
1: not stop Callus's feet.
0: No, it... is Axis's, Axis's feet can be detrimental. Uh, taking away the charge, big big old deal. Uh, it's a much bigger deal with Animag because it means chosen don't get to fucking do anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. But with proper application, you can you can certainly make it do a thing um, against calles as well. You just gotta wait until
2: uh, some forsaken around and then feed. Yeah, the the reason you want you want to worry about grievous Wounds no matter what you're doing, is because you're almost always bringing chosen, right? Yep. And chosen, the reason chosen are good even in the callous list is because they get. They absorb more attacks than than the opponent wants to contribute to them. You want to be able to kill them in two or three hits. But rapid healing often means you've got to get another or maybe even two attacks with Grievous Wounds. Yes, you're still going to get your Incubi, but you're going to get it that much quicker. So I can kill maybe more crap while uh, while the army is there to kill. Um, counter control is something I'd worry about, uh, which is pretty much exactly what Dan was saying. Um, if you can come out and stop the either incubi or the uh, the crazed berserkers from getting to you for a turn when they really want to, that's super useful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the one of the big deals. Uh, with Axis is basically just buying your teps and turning the whole shit down.
2: Yeah.
1: <coughs> so one of the uh, one of the funny ways I deal with that with Resnick 2 now is with uh, like I said with parlay because I just put Resnick on the one flank and I put the two Judys on the other side to deal with stuff and uh, yep. I have it's just it's just really interesting. Because he's yep. such a big base that in order to get around him to attack things in the back you're taking free strikes?
2: Yep.
0: I'm really curious to see how uh, Carball manages to parlay with uh, soulless abominations, but whatever. Who's
1: a soulless abomination?
0: Incubi. There are still warrior models. That, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, I'm not saying rule doesn't work. I'm saying it's stupid. The rule works.
1: Oh, <laughs> she flashes a little thigh. They remember the humanity they used to have. <laughs>
0: used to have. They erupted out of already corrupted elves.
1: <laughs> I'm sure those elves used to mate. They can appreciate the look of a good courtesan. I don't know. <laughs> so, what's the next question we got? Yep. Elias theory playing for solely assassination how viable is it
2: just as viable as it wait no that's not right uh it kind of is hard um caches are more durable nowadays than they ever have been and it is it is a trying time to speak only for assassination you have to learn um to do scenario you just have to sorry
0: yeah, I mean it used to be your only real concern with assassination was worrying about attrition, but now you have to worry about scenario as well, and I think that can be a big problem.
2: Yep. Huh.
0: Um in a standard steamroller format,
1: it's not. In a five man team tournament format where all five of you are going for assassinations, you know, and you get good matchups, three out of the three out of the five of you might have a chance to get it. Um like, the Polish teams tend to be pretty notorious for doing that at WTC. Um, some other teams, there's another team that predominantly does that.
0: Um, I mean, that's one, but in a team event, you, you almost want to have that anyway, right? Because you, you know, if you're looking at a matchup where uh, none of you feel great into it, you just throw your assassination player on with a grenade and hope you can pull the assassination out before he loses. Yeah, because
1: 50-50 is better than not. Yep in a steamroller trying to trying to go the distance you're going to find that one off switch and when you find that one off switch you're in trouble
2: yep absolutely i used to be able to do it in mark 2 it was hard but i could do it uh mark 3 is is not so much
1: all right we got like four questions left
2: all right keith donaldson when talking
1: about this when when talking about this being the time of the year to innovate how do you feel limited factions can do this with COC and Grimkin having really only one theme that see competitive play and their list becoming really stale, how do you think people like myself do this?
2: Hmm. So Dan, I think you're in a unique position to answer this question in a thorough and uh, particular manner.
0: Uh, There's not a lot of innovation to be done in Limited Factions. Um, It's really just kind of I'd say um, if you're looking to innovate like you said, with Cock and Grimkin only having uh, one theme, uh, that is a mischaracterization. Um, they have two themes in both cases. I believe their other theme is probably a bit better and it gives credit for. Um, so you have that Dark Horse aspect to it. Uh, if you're looking to... Like, if you're in Convergence right now, and you're looking to find something new and different in Destruction Initiative, good fucking luck. Um, if you want to, I think... Where you want to find there is you want to look at Black Religions. Um, because just playing in that theme, you have that dark horse factor. And uh, anything you do will be innovative and exciting Sorry. because it's just not played very often. Are you
1: talking immediately or waiting for the, the changes to drop in a month or two?
0: I'm talking about right now. I think when the changes drop, you won't have the dark horse factor because Clock Religion will be just fine.
1: Yeah, I those changes I think are going to make that thing just fine, especially with the new model. Yeah. I think I think when you get into a limited faction, one of the uh one of the things you you have to be willing to accept is this is it and what can I do with this? What am I willing to do with this? And can I play this long term? And if the answer is no to that last question, like if if you have to have your snowflake moments, if you have to you know, have a pool of 60 models to choose from to build an army, limited factions are probably not the way to go. If you're cool and you Mm. say, I really just want to master these dozen models, then limited factions are definitely for you.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: So, uh, sorry, we weren't able to throw a shit ton of insight onto that one, but, uh, Thomas, hmm. Harborough, uh, Tomas or Thomas? I think it's Tomas.
0: I think at this point he knows who he is.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. He's uh, international, so I'm going to say it's probably Tomas, but I apologize for your last name, my friend. Ah. I applied for the WTC 2019, and now I think about what faction to play for the next few months. Do you think it is better to go with the meta-defining factions, such as Double Judicator, Cricks, etc., or something more Dark Horse that isn't being played much in our meta, such as Retribution, for example.
0: Um, pick what you're good at. Go there. Yep. Um, I think, you know, talking to Tim on an episode with him previously, uh, being good at multiple factions is certainly... Uh, a plus when it comes to trying to get a WCTC team. On the other hand, uh, I think having a full command, a, a very good, uh, uh, you know, expert-level knowledge of a meta-breaker, like Double Adjudicators or Haley-3 or something like that, um, is going to carry a lot of value as well. Uh, cause I think Haley-3 especially is probably the best example of it. Um I've played against mediocre Heli-3 players, and I've played against very skilled Heli-3 players. Uh, it's like playing against two different Warcasters. Um, and it's just one of those things where, like, that level of m- mastery to being a novice there is so huge. That's, um like, if you can be a master of something meta-breaking like that, then not having another faction to play is going to be, I think, less important because what you're good at is so, so strong
1: so my my thought is well i agree with what dan said my thought about playing meta defining factions is meta defining now versus meta defining next year next september at the wtc are going to be two completely different universes how many cids are going to drop between now and then we just had scorn come out tharden's going to come out uh we're going to have three four more probably come out five more and infernals by the time the next round of WTC comes out. So I would, um, pick. if you want to pick something, I would go down the Dark Horse Road, pick a couple of casters that you think are good, and try to master them. Because taking, like, um, you know, Double Jude's, what are the odds that there's going to be a thousand solutions for Double Jude's in six months?
2: Yeah, like, even even Slayer's They've been around for a year now, right? LVO yes. last year, um, February, so a little bit less. But they are slowly; the answers are coming to them. So playing what's meta fighting now, waiting uh, over a year at this, almost a year at this point, um, to to be there uh, at the WTC with those lists it will prove that you can master new lists quickly and that you can uh, play competently at a, at a meta defining level, which is good. But I think it is also very useful. um, Having heard Jason's argument for, for branching out a little bit, do what you do best, man. If you do best with blind water and, and you're just wrecking people. It doesn't matter whether they have double adjudicators or slayers or whatever. And you can just make sure that you cover the field. You'll do just fine. Um, yeah, just just play and do what you're good at. If you're good at the meta, uh, medalists, do the medalist. If you're good at your faction and maintaining it through a long stretch of time, do that. Sorry, it's not straightforward, cut and dry.
1: Alright, Bradley Hakar. If you would be so kind, could you give your thoughts and opinions on Kador's Wolves of Winter theme force? I have the idea of the theme, but I feel I'm missing some key element to understanding just how the theme functions on the table. Shrank, would you like to go first with that one? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were the F- Kador player.
0: I, I was. I never. I, this theme never clicked with me. I think I'm in the same place he is. Uh, I underst- I think I understand why it's good, and I think you can have some interesting options with it. Uh, I've never been able to get it beyond interesting.
2: It, I think huh. it's m- missing a couple things, isn't it? Like, it really just feels like it needs more, and then it's not...
0: So you can take Greylords, you can take Green rivers, you can take the Greylord Cavalry, um... Uh, I should probably pull up what we're talking about Kator, it. Kador Warcasters,
1: non-character yeah. Warjacks, Doom Reavers, Grey Lords, Battle Mechanics, and War Dogs. And one unit of uh, Doom Reavers gains Apparition at the start of your turn.
0: Okay, so I pretty much had it then. Um, so, like, it's... It's an interesting theme. It's a little weird. Uh, you know, you get your standard free attachments, free solos. Uh, oh, and also remember, it's, um, it's, it can be a different Doom River unit every turn. Right. Because you're picking which one in the control phase. Or Greylord units, really it's any unit. Uh, Apparition on the Greylord Cav is a big deal. Um, that's a lot of threat range, a lot of damage you can put out. They're already really, really fast. Yeah, they're already very fast. Uh, starting with I'll keep Spells is one of those things where it can be very good depending on what you're using it in. Um, it's it's kind of a weird theme list. It's it's, it's kind of out there. Uh, I honestly never got into it, never really wanted to try it. Um, it's, it's a big question mark for me, unfortunately. So...
1: I've seen Matt McWatters play it with um, Lad 2 with a lot of success because you just turn those Doom Reavers up to 20. Absolutely. But um, I think there's some other gameplay in Kador that hasn't really been touched. For example, um, Sorsha 3. Like Sorsha 3, she can put the arm spell on the cav and make the cav immute to blast damage, which is one thing. But the Doom Reavers themselves, she can put that massive cloud wall in front of them, that will also protect them from charges. You can't shoot them because you can't see them because of the clouds. You don't want to so, walk into them because you're gonna take the point of damage.
0: There are other cloud walls that I think are better. Um, taking Sorcerer three without access to one of her better better ability, which is I think, the flank command Wars, feels like a mistake to me.
1: Well, the thing is, she has inherent. Um, concealment, so that protects the Doom Reavers even more, right? Without having to cast a spell or do anything that can be removed with um, anti spell removal stuff, she just has concealment in a twelve inch bubble around her. That really helps them get across the table because they go to death fifteen from shooting.
0: Yeah, I mean that's certainly something. Uh, All which two can protect them. Uh, one of those are Covas. i figure which one has a has a cloud wall. I think it's one. You know, just Kodiaks in general can make clouds. Uh, There are a lot of ways to protect to get them up the the field. Uh, If I had to say one of the biggest reasons that I've shied away from this theme, um, really is twofold. One, uh, I didn't own enough of Greylord Cav to want to play it. Uh, And two, Dew Reavers are still very expensive. Right. For what they do.
2: Hmm.
1: How about, uh, pl- taking them with Vlad 3 for Dash, putting Hand of Fate on the Frost Ponies, Wind Wall, protect some stuff from shooting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can definitely work. Uh, in Mark 2, I used to run Vlad 3 with, uh, two units of Ulans and one unit of Greylord Cav, and that was, that was definitely something, um, you could do some good work there. Hmm. Like I said, there's a lot of good options, just nothing that really Ever I mean, never clicked with you over eh? the
2: other options. Nothing lights the world on fire enough to make you like really put it on the board and, and get your get going with it.
0: Yeah.
1: I I think the the army is pretty static. It's just the caster that floats that changes. And the giant ja- and yeah, the jack fair. loadout. Just find finding the caster that you want to run with it, and just try it. That's the thing, and don't be afraid to think outside the box and try something bizarre and see what you get. Stall, our buddy Stall, is December. Is the December loot crate model the best that you've ever seen, or even better than that?
0: Is that the butcher one? It is. I really like it a lot. <laughs> I'm a big fan. But my
1: question, right off the bat, is: Does that model not violate their own rules? Because he does doesn't have an axe. Right. Because...
0: This is happened a couple of times. Because it... Those rules apply to conversions, <laughs> kind of not alternate conversion. scopes. The butcher is not a conversion. Uh, I know people love to bring that up.
1: <laughs> so my but it just doesn't fit. My only problem with that model is they made basically an alternate scope to what I would call butcher one. Or, butcher in general, they should have made an alternate sculpt to Butcher 3 and turned the Arguses into multi headed reindeer.
0: That would have been a lot of free money to give people subscribing to the loot crate. But he's not wrong in that that is a better, cooler idea. That would be awesome. Although, and again, don't get me wrong, if I'm running an event and someone wants to have that be any of the butchers, you go right ahead. Yep, get to it. <laughs> The three butchers are so the same. They are the models are damn near identical. You got butcher with his axe in one hand, and then there's butcher with the axe in two is two hands, but on a pile of corpses. And then we're back to butcher with his axe in one hand. But he's screaming this time. But but now he's yelling, and he has a uh, bigger I mean, gut, I
2: think, because he had more beer.
0: Yeah, like his armor doesn't change, his weapon doesn't change.
2: So. So I'm going to be the dissenting opinion here. And I actually hate that model. That model is... It is not the dumbest model they have done. Uh, but I can't think of a dumber one right now. And it's just... I know why. And it's... it's I have no whimsy on that level. Uh, it is... It's just not what I want in models ever. So... While I get that other people like it and that it is cool, I have less than zero desire to see it on, uh, well, to own it for myself. Other people, you know, have at, uh, I will let you use it in one of my tournaments, as Dan said, as any of the three butchers, do your thing, man. I am not going to stop you, but I will never willingly paint, purchase, or assemble that model.
1: Huh. I like it. I like it. I think it's um, fun. It's festive. It's It's definitely not bah humbuggy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a humbug. Yeah, so I am too most of the time, but that model's definitely not. I still think he, I need you need to modify them though and put itty bitty little like LEDs on them that
2: flash. You want the butcher to flash you? I'm confused. I mean, that's fine. Maybe okay. paint
1: his, paint that staff up like a giant candy cane. <clears throat> Anyways,
2: I think we're out of questions. We are? I, mean, yeah. I think I think we're right out of time, too.
0: Well, we're almost two, almost two and a half hours. All right. Well, that feels like an episode. What do you guys think? I
1: think so, because we pre-rambled for 45 minutes, and it's almost uh, midnight, so...
2: Your definition of almost midnight in is very different.
1: Yeah, I realized it was... I thought it was uh, 11.54, <laughs> but it's 11.04. So we're okay. We're, we're good.
0: All right, cool. All right, then. Well, um, everyone, uh, next week there will be no normal episode of Battle Derman, as half of us are going to be at Warmer Sea Weekend. Um, our Crucible Guard episode with Dan Garnaccia was recorded. Uh, however, I'm running into considerable difficulties with the audio editing, uh, so... I'm hoping to get that episode up uh, uh, the weekend of War Machine Weekend, so it'll be next weekend. And that will kind of take the place of next week's episode. Uh, just so, if anyone cares about numbers uh, 25 and 24 will be a little reversed. Episode 25 is this week, episode 24 will be next week. Indeed. And, uh, All right, and with that... There will be no ask for uh, questions say- next week.
2: Keep them. Hold them.
0: Yeah, hold on to your questions, because we're not going to be posting anything. All I'll be, do, all I'll be doing is throwing out that video when I get it done. Yep. So, uh, thank you all oh. for listening. What?
1: I'll tell you afterwards, never mind. I'll tell you when we're
0: done. So do your ex- exit row. Alright, good. good. Good, good addition. Jason, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> your contributions are welcome.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: All right, Hi, everyone. And, uh, as always, this is Battle Driven.
1: Battle Driven.
2: Battle Driven. Yeah. Anal bleaching. <laughs>